Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Mowers, start your engines. It's the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Oh, that's a brisk start to the morning rendition of Jump Around. Hello and welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club. Big Thanks to Toro Mowers. Hey, I'm Matt Peacock and Nick Davis and his uh, pom-pom. Mark Hughes Foundation beanie with the pom-pom yeah. on the top. It's not good for headphones. It's not. <laughs> you don't know, I don't know whether did. to go in front or behind. Didn't think this through, did you? No, I didn't. I don't, well, welcome to my life. I'm in the, uh, you're in the Neapolitan um, set up there. I'm in the, just the, the light caramel one without the pom-pom. Very snug. Neapolitan, give me your order. Yes, and don't forget to get out your... Give me order uh, of Neapolitan. Oh, mine? Yep. And what, you put it in the bowl? Well, if you had a tub of Neapolitan ice cream, uh, what's what, what goes first? What's last in there? Uh, probably strawberries last. Ooh. Chocolate first, vanilla second, strawberry. Okay. Oh, by the way. But it's a can't-lose situation, really. You gotta go across, left to right. It's not Get like them all in one go. Licorice ice cream in there or anything like that. You go, oh, they like licorice. Or Turkish delight ice cream. Hey. Like, Don't wear on radio. It's real ice cream weather out there in Sydney this morning. Hello and welcome on LS eleven seventy SEN. It's not quite mowers uh, weather. It is absolutely pizzling down out there. And um, hope you're staying safe on the roads if you're out in the roads and hope you're just staying warm and dry inside if you're warm and dry inside. Uh, 1620 SEN on the Gold Coast as well. And Nick Davis, a special welcome. It's day two of operation for SENQ 693 in Brisbane. We're going all over Brisbane. Oh, won't they be treated for a Saturday morning? Oh. They don't know what they're in for. No, exactly. Well, they don't stop mowing up there in Brisbane, so it's great. This have is them true. Pump, the Mowers Club. This is true. Um, if you are listening up there in Brisbane for the first time to this particular radio show, just to give you a Text quick in. summation. 0457 736 736. I'll get on the scoreboard early. We talk about sport, a bit of mowing, <laughs> Do we? and the rest of it, which is probably the balance and the majority, Waffle. a high degree of Waffle. dribble. Waffle. So, yes, Shoot hello. Shoot text. 0457 736 736. A big welcome to those in Brackenridge in Brisbane. I'm going to go every segment. I'm going to just mention a suburb in Brisbane, just to make them feel oh, part of it. I don't know that many who yeah. can do that. I reckon you'd know Fortitude Valley if you lived <laughs> up there. I reckon you'd know that little pocket. Hello and good morning to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Big thanks to Frank's Kebabs on Fortitude Valley for uh, giving me some 4 a.m. breakfast, as Nick Davis would say, once upon a time. But now he's uh, on the straight and narrow. Very yes, much a very much. family man, father, bit of golf. Just about work. Hard work through the week. <clears throat> Teaching blokes to catch a ball and kick, kick it, it as well. It's fantastic. 
They did it well last night, my boys, actually. I was very proud of them. We'll get to that because there's a bit to unpack from uh, Penrith Stadium last night. Gibbo, good morning. How are you? G'day, boys. Yeah, really well. Thank you, guys. Um, Liar! Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Two minutes to nine. Not happy. Liar. No, no, but he's happy. back. Yeah, well, look, obviously I'm a Roosters fan, so I was a little bit disappointed this morning. But welcome to all those people in Brisbane. Mm. Uh, I love the paradise that is Inala, mm. uh, out in the western suburbs of Brisbane. It was close to my heart. I used to live there. Did you? No, I didn't. Oh. I just went on Google, typed in some few suburbs just so we could <laughs> do this. But yeah, Inala and Indrapilly, another great area of Brisbane. Beautiful. Spill it. No. Uh Coming up on the show this morning, we've got a friend of the show, Morgan Tiranui, who's basically co-host because Nick Davis just bundies off every three weeks. But uh, Morgan Tiranui is over there in Perth ahead of Australia, England, and the uh, the first test of the series, three-match series against England in uh, the rugby union. Zach Bailey from Channel 9, he'll be all over the rugby league, and there's a bit to get across with origin teams named, or New South Wales named tomorrow. That's a long camp that they're going to go into as well. That's normal. Days. That's the normal one. No, but the they Wednesday usually break origin. halfway through. They usually break, but they're not going to do that this time. It's in camp the whole time. No weekend off because they, they normally go and watch. Nope. They've got to go north oh, yeah. to our wonderful, beautiful friends up there in Queensland. I'm, I'm north twice next two weeks. Oh, yeah? Yep. Goldie tomorrow, are you? Yep. Uh, Under-16s AFL championships up there. That's badly timed. Didn't get there Saturday night. Uh, anyway. No, that's planned. Absolutely planned for the kids and me. And <laughs> then I'm back there the week after mm. for a week with the Lord. Ah. The Lord's Mansion. Oh, yes. He's empty nesting. Oh, is he? Yeah. And you've got the choice of his 14 bedrooms that he has in his We manor. might not even see each other when I'm up there, when I stay at the Lord's house. We you may know. not even cross paths. We're talking about Lord Sir Tristan Merlihan from topsport.com.au who will join us shortly on the program. But I'm interested to know... I'm tipping he lives in one of those man-made, built kind of areas that he's got his own jetty and his boat and there's bull sharks going past his house every three seconds. He's a humble man. Is he? He's a humble man, the Lord. Except when his team beats my team last night. And not, he gives not, it to not you. Not so humble. Well, we'll bring that up a bit later on. Uh, and we've got Wally Masur to talk a bit of tennis Ooh. as well. There's a lot to talk about. This morning we're all about one man and one man only when it comes to tennis. No, not him. Oh, who? Kubler. Jason Kubler. Should have put him in the multi. I'm going to dive into Jason Kubler's career with Wally Masur. He's made the third round of Wimbledon for the first time. Playing, He's won his first match at Wimbledon, main draw. Qualified in 2018. This guy has had six knee operations, shoulder surgery, elbow surgery, wrist problems, was world number one junior, was called at one stage the right-handed Rafa Nadal. Because he was so good on clay. We can throw that sort of stuff out. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was the, the, the beginning of his problems. Why do, why do we always I don't have know. to do that? I don't know. Why I don't do, do we have to do that? I don't no, do I it. know you don't. That's why I thought I brought it up because it would provoke you and poke you. Why do we always oh, have to say, oh, he's the next such – just let him be him. Even in football, they, like, they call players the freaking Chilean Leo Messi or the – yeah. Uh, the Vietnamese Ronaldo. Or, no. No. It's an easy out. That is a cop out. Anyway. anyway. Uh, Jason Kubler. Yeah, stoked for him. He's into the third round. He plays first up tonight. Get around Kubler. That's what I'm saying. At 8 p.m. tonight, he'll be on court for his third round match at Wimbledon against Jack Sark of the US of A. 
Uh, last night, so the scoreboard <laughs> and, of course, following crunch time this afternoon on SEN League, having coverage of the Dogs and Cronulla at ANZ Stadium. Matty White, uh, Andrew McCulloch and Timmy Manor with the call there last night. Jeez, Gold Coast Titans. If you're listening on the Gold Coast 1620, what on earth are you thinking about your Titans? They're going to win the spoon. They're going to get relegated. They've been thrashed by Newcastle 38-12. Just an abomination of a performance from the Titans. Good from the Knights. Good to see Anthony Milford back playing and playing pretty well. But that was just the little precursor to Trent Robinson nearly spontaneously combusting at Penrith. Nick I was Davis. close to it too. Are you were very, close? I was very close. I don't know if you can go into too much detail no, without I will not. enduring the... I will not, but I took a step back. Yeah. I did. Yeah. The foundations <sighs> were rattling of that little coach's box there at uh, Penrith Stadium. Yep. Hmm. Yep. And it was pretty plain and obvious for everyone to see, so I don't need to go into it. Obviously, uh, the coach uh, had his say in the press conference afterwards and... From what I can gather, having a quick peruse as I sat on the couch making my way home from the foot of the mountain last night that the majority of social media had their say on it as well. Uh, and, yeah, that's what I've got to say. I reckon there was a little phone call before the press conference last night, and I reckon this is a phone call that's been made a couple of times to Trent Robinson. Oh, <laughs> Nick. Hi, Nick. Trent. Transferred you the money. And then no, there's the pause. Yeah, there's just a pause. And then Nick says, "Go for it." Yeah, thanks, Nick. Pretty short conversation. Yeah, and I think um, the the amount and then of decisions that were potentially wrong. I'll, I'll stick. I'll be very Switzerland here. <laughs> and but then the aftermath of what happened um, in regards to um, the tries that came that. The one that got me it was the, uh, the the Angus Crichton sin bin. That he, one got you above the barrels. Yeah, but I don't know how you, you can go back that far. They had three, there was three tackles, or four, nearly four tackles, and then, oh, we're going back to put Angus Crichton in the sin bin, See, and then Penrith, you can have six more tackles. I don't mind it. But then oh, it shouldn't what, have been but, six but more tackles. The bunker interge- well, why then can the bunker not interject on the Nat Butcher penalty where his um, carrying the ball didn't hit the ground? I'd flicked over by that point and I was watching Carlton lose. So <laughs> I can't it's comment. It's where the that. interjection, this is for me yeah, yeah, yeah. in total, this is not the last night's game in isolation, but the total interjection, like where and when. I reckon they got the Crichton one right. But why can you go back that far? Oh, because you can. Because they wanted the game to flow to see if they scored why? off the back of that set of but six. But they didn't score. They didn't score, so well, they why went should back. they get another chance? That's a good point. I get that. They shouldn't have been able to say, but Angus, see you, pal. Ten minutes. You did the wrong thing. You can't do that. You can't just grab a guy by the neck when there's an open play break and go, yeah, see you later, and get away with it. Yeah, but This is not happening. But you can't double dip. You can't double dip. I get that. You can, but you can't. Pedro the Rooster, not happy. Morning mowers, one comment. How can Sutton get it wrong so often? Fuming, Pedro the Rooster. I'm surprised that Grant Atkins doesn't get origin. After watching him on control the game on Thursday night at Brookie and watching him bits and pieces through the season and Ashley Klein, even though there's not one person, sorry Queensland listeners, South of the Tweed that's disappointed that uh, Kafusi got sent to the We've got to be careful because... Yeah, I know. We get some hate mail. However... we don't get that. However, Atkins is the best ref in the comp. So this just doesn't make sense that he's not doing the best game in the comp. It does. Or best game in rugby league. Best game. 
I agree with that. Origin. Oh, Brisbane. Boys, loving the new station, boys. Dipper, Eight Mile Plains. Eight, Brisbane? Eight Mile Plains. Sounds, sounds like, like a, a real place. Sounds like a beautiful place. <laughs> Dipper, beautiful. can you look it up where it actually is? Eight Mile Plains. He'd be out mowing this morning. Oh, absolutely. He'd, he'd, be, on the, mower, on he'd the be on the ride on. Uh, it sure. is ooh, right near Sunnybank where Jonathan Thurston played a bit of footy. Okay. Eight south Mile of, Plains. I think it I think we're in the south of Brisbane we're talking about here. South Brisbane. Yeah. And it must have been based off a great Eminem movie. Eight ah. Mile Plains. Mm. Not sure if that was before or after, but yeah, thanks for your support. Another poor decision. <laughs> He's watching the replay. Maybe we should change this. Change this TV station. So. Yeah, I'm about to. Or could it work as a kind of Release. exercise in psychology no, for him? Nick's not going to pay my <laughs> AFL last night, Carlton. Interesting. Bludgers got beaten by St Kilda. There may or may not have been a punters club investment on my behalf. However, uh, St Kilda, very good after getting pumped by Sydney uh, last week. I pump the brakes there, please. Uh, it's a real concern for St Kilda that the two games, the, the Swans game was so poor. And, mm. and and we go, oh, yeah, but we had players back. But that what happens if they're not there? Like the the difference in two or three players coming back in, yeah, made a difference, and I absolutely get that. But for the rest of you that was out there in the Swans game, not you can't just go, oh, geez, I can't wait for such and such. But to get back. it's a, it was worrying for me. What a fifteen point win over a top four, yep, potential top four side is worrying. In isolation, yeah, woo, we're back. Is but, that beanie a bit tight? No, nah, but if you, this is why. <laughs> You've been shushed. <laughs> but when you look at a, when, when you look at a bit of a body of work, yeah. and the fact everyone be like, oh yeah, we turned around such a poor dude. That poor defeat still look. I can still see that St Kilda, and ugh. you can still see them. Okay. I can still see that. Fair enough. It's there. It's there. Uh, cr- lipstick on them. Cricket. We weren't watching much cricket from uh, Sri Lanka last night because Australia wrapped up the Test match in pretty quick time by ten wickets. Uh, Travis Head didn't he? Uh, Stuff up Nathan Lyons. Was he the, uh, oh, let's have someone down the other end to just yeah. tie up an end and bowl pie so the goat can get 10 wickets and he's got a three far. Well, Mitchell Stark bowled two overs and he went for. Uh, he got 11. slapped around. Yeah. He got slapped around. I should have put him back on then. <laughs> oh, true. But I love when Travis Head took his first wicket. He's a popular teammate, it looks like, because his hand just went straight up and everyone was into him. Four for ten, great figures. Yep. Four for. Four for. That's what he got. Uh, and England-India, first day of this very much held over test match, as Gibbo was reminding me before we came on air, this is the one that got postponed last year because of COVID cases. So they've gone back to fulfil the contractual obligations, which Have is we? a topic. Is this, is this this test? Yes. I remember. We would. I remember this. Yeah. Ravi Shastri went to a restaurant and then got COVID and a few other Indian players got COVID this and the they went home. This is the, the, the washout round. The washout round. <laughs> exactly. The washout round. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going away. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, the, yeah, I've got a oh, washout game. The oh. spare weekend before the finals. Oh, sorry, we're all going to the snow. We're the, uh, no, we're playing. <laughs> the washout round. We're playing. Remember that game in May? And it can be heard on the SEN app. It can and be. And across the network this uh, What's happening is Rashad Pant went bananas, basically. He went nuts. Uh, 100 and, uh, 146 off 111 deliveries from he, Punt. He 100 off 80 balls as well. And he really just took on the English. He doesn't lineup. care. He, he's like an English player at the moment, the way they're playing, playing for India. He's unbelievable. But for every, you know, 
couple times it works, it also doesn't work. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, that test looks pretty good. Yeah, seven for three hundred and thirty-eight. India Vera Coley, not in the runs again. But his average just ticked over to fifty last night. Oh, with that. Yeah, with his score, because I think he may have got out for thirty-eight around. Eleven. Eleven. What? Maybe we're talking different scores. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, his average has gone over fifty for Test cricket. Golf. Are you, uh, are you being lured in by the live golf? <laughs> I love our Greg rundown. Norman's. It's not great for radio, but I love our rundown. We've got so we've got notes for everything here, and then it just says golf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so golf. Brooks Kepka, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, Patrick Reed. All these guys are joining this Pat Perez. Golf. Pat Perez. It's going to reel them in, isn't it? So, are you no even more interested at no. all? Haven't even looked. Couldn't haven't tell you the looked. names of the teams. Haven't yeah, I, I don't get the team thing. Haven't looked at the names of the team. Know the names of the people that have gone, but couldn't mm. couldn't tell you. So you got the John Deere Classic over it there in the states at the moment. So that's got. You have a look at the Live Golf event this weekend in Portland, and that's got something like ten of the last twenty-four major winners. Mm. Whereas the John Deere Classic. Nil by major winners in the past few years. Yeah, but they, they all they went. They've all gone to Britain. Open, but they went open. Yep. U.S. Open, Travelers last week, and then they're having a week off. break. Yep. Irish Open is on at the moment, yes. and then Scottish, then British Open. I'm looking at the. Uh, so they're across the pond. I'm looking at the PGA Tour app, and I can't see the Live Golf scores for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure there's no uh, there's no link there to to find that. Really interesting. Rooster Man Sutton ruined it seriously. Rooster Man <laughs> still. Yeah. Uh, Any, anyone that wants to text in yeah. four five seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, Lucas Herbert, by the way, four shots off the lead at the uh, the Playing Irish well. Open. Yes, going all right. Wimbledon. Yeah. Here so, we go. Let Aussie me take, qualifier. Let me take a Jason Kubler, the, our man, the man of the Mowers Club this morning. Thanks to Toro. Imagine, I'd, I'd imagine oh. that they'd, they'd cut it to eight millimeter. Eight millimeters is the length of the grass courts. And of course, bl- you can do that with the Toro. Imagine the blades, the precision yeah. of the Toro. Yeah, yeah that's oh. that's why they look like they do. All the all the big golf courses you see them when they trot out for the PGA, and they're all in there mm. on their Toros. Rafael Nadal, uh, he's through. Novak Djokovic skimmed through as well. Yannick Sinner. Uh, the young Italian, he's a good player. Igor Swiatek uh, is also in round three. There's been players dropping left, right, and centre because they're having to do COVID tests this time. Unlike the Australian Open and the French Open, they're actually doing COVID tests, and there are a few positives through the week. So hope it hopefully it doesn't happen in well, the second week. They need to stay away from each other. Alex Demonor, Kyrgios, Kubler, all in action tonight. Ola Tomlanovic as well from an Australian perspective. Question. Yes. Is there, you know, they talk about golf majors, how, oh, it doesn't get, you know, yeah, till the back nine on Sunday. Is there, mm. like, is the first week of women in, like, you know, what, who gives her? Um, nah, because it's entertaining, like, there's entertaining matches. Yeah. Because okay. there's so many matches, there's something to be entertained by. But you're right about the golf. Oh, when does it's it like, get started? Like, when can you really go, all right? Oh, quarters. Is that, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, when yeah. when players, everyone in the quarters would think in the back of their head, oh, I can win this. Whereas you're probably not, uh, apart from the top top, like if, say, Kyrgios makes the quarters, everyone will be frothing oh, here. Because, totally. But he plays Tsitsipas tonight. Everyone's saying, oh, yeah, he's he's the man to beat and blah, blah. Tsitsipas played bloody well against Jordan Thompson the other night. So that's uh, another friend of the show. Another friend of the show. Uh, and we have many friends. The FIBA Queensland World Cup people, Brisbane people, we've got lots of friends. 
We do. We do. We do. And the Boomers are friends of the show as well. They 98, are. 52 over the Boomers. So uh, big win for them in the World Cup. We're off to a quick break on the Mowers Club. Back in a moment. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Welcome back on SEN Around the Place. Uh, My mic was off and now it's on and uh, welcoming Brisbane into the SEN family, SENQ 693. Gumdale, hello in Gumdale this morning up there in Brisbane. Uh, Welcome. just On the text south. line, yeah. 0457736736. So much love from our north of the border. This is the radio station I've been waiting for. Might be Sydney-based. Anybody. Late love to the that party sort of on 1170. Uh, up there on the Gold Coast, good oh. morning to Tristan Merlihan from topsport.com.au. Are you uh, about to go into the Titans HQ on Monday morning, Tristan, and <laughs> demand a few things start to be uh, rattled up a bit? Yeah, good day, boys. Yeah, it was uh, sad old watching uh, last night, watching the Titans go around. And it was even sicker from my point of view. We laid the uh, minus 22 and a half at half time. And uh, that last try, um, yeah, there was a few little uh, remotes being thrown at home. So it was, uh, yeah, added a double whammy to our, our, our household. But yeah, the uh, the Titans, they just, I don't know, I'm not sure what, what the go is there. They looked good for about 10 minutes in the second half and then turned it up again. So, yeah, mm. who knows? Two-minute noodles tomorrow night for dinner for us, is it? Or are we, are we, what have I got my fingers crossed for today that we can we can have a succulent Chinese meal when I uh, arrive on the Gold Coast tomorrow? Yeah, I think we'd be looking. There's something to monitor because it'll it'll determine the dinner selections tomorrow. <laughs> I suggest is the uh, the Calandra Cup. Now, are you going to bag the Calandra Cup, uh, Adam, or is that one a little bit higher ranking than the Ipswich one? I can't bag anything on the Sunshine Coast. Beautiful place. With all due respect, to Ipswich, it is a beautiful place up there. It, yeah, Cobalt well, Park. Power, it's 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 heading up there for the uh, the Calandra Cup today. Uh, Twelve dollars shot. I think it's a little bit of a chance if anyone wants a little each way play. That's race six, number seven. So that one will uh, will hold all dinner hopes uh, in its hands, <laughs> I believe. Do you want me to make sure you're going to have two minute noodles <laughs> a bit later in the show? No, I should have kept I should have kept that that quiet until after you uh, released your. In saying that though, what about the performance from you last week, Adam? That was a very impressive effort. So we're uh, we're back. We got a we got some runs on the board. We got a bit of cash in the kid kitty. Four thousand three hundred and forty three with taxi saluting four dollars eighty as well. Uh, was the the price claim? So very very good result there. Do you do you have to write that off now? That's past June thirty, and we we start again, or how how are we doing this thing? <laughs> Calendar year? Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll 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 have a chat to the accountants at work at how we play that. Excellent. So. <laughs> this is all for the cancer council, by the way, a donation and the good people at Top Sport. They give us uh, a few dollars each week to invest, and all winnings. Which is not that often, to be truthful. We donate a lot. We donate a lot. No, but all winnings go towards the Cancer Council. Absolutely. So uh, that's what we're pushing well, that towards. One, and not my dinner. One, one, one market we were chatting about last week, which I'm just sitting up here watching the replay of the Panthers-Roosters game. Listen, if I walk into your house, up. listen here. If I walk into your house and every television has got this replay on, I swear to God, just a million. Well, what it are you going to do? On the TVs, it's, it's on the computers. It's, uh, yeah, I'm, I've got it on the uh, the phone screensaver as well. So yeah, plenty of uh, there'll be plenty of mention of the yeah. uh, Penrith Roosters. So the uh, yeah the Teddy the Teddy um, bum crack was out again. Yes, I just saw that. Yeah, just saw it literally ten seconds ago. So uh, and another very good refereeing decision as I'm watching the other yeah. screen as well. So that was a, <laughs> it was you, a great great game all round last night. Well, Tristan, it's not too late to go and organise a projector. 
to so when Nick rolls up, the game is being replayed on your house <laughs> out the front. And I've heard yeah, it's a get pretty Jared big house. Sutton to pick me up from the airport. That'd be do that too. <laughs> uh, Tristan, a bit later on, we'll get your thoughts on uh, the racing today, obviously, and uh, all the footy and the, the markets. And I want your take on uh, Tsitsipas Kyrgios a bit later on as well. That big match at Wimbledon tonight. Yes, for sure. Got a big weekend of sport all around the globe. So, yeah, happy to chat through all that when we come back a bit later. Yeah, Tristan Merlihan from topsport.com.au. Big Panthers fan. Not so much a Titans fan at the moment. Here's some news. We'll be back in a moment with our week in review. Hey, welcome back on the Mowers Club. Uh, listening through Sydney, uh, Gold Coast, and now Brisbane as well. Hello to Hendra this morning in Brisbane. Big welcome. Day two uh, of SENQ up there. 0457 736 736. If you want to get involved, I didn't quite get that uh, plug away before the break. Decided to do it after Gibbo pressed the button. But, uh, hey, that's on me. That is on me. Um, Gibbo, you want to get that button for the old stinger for our next little bit? Oh, no, we've got to go to a break. That's right. And then Gibbo's going to have his bottom on the uh, his finger on the button oh. for the stinger. <laughs> you asked for a 20-second highlight, and there it is, my friend. <laughs> there it is. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut, or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Let's put a line through the biggest stories of the week with the Mowers Week in Review. Yeah, happy to uh, put a line through that previous segment as well. <laughs> Just quietly on the Mowers Club. Welcome back, Adam Peacock, Nick Davis, Gibbo's here as well. Um, having a good old chuckle about what uh, those two minutes before the break were. But anyway, we move on. Uh, a quick one about the golf. Yep. Nicholas. Yeah. Uh, the Live Golf, which round one is finished uh, there in Portland. Uh, read a really... Um, interesting article about the fact that the agents of uh, these golfers are the ones who are really pushing the figures. Apparently the figures are inflated, the 100 mil to this player, the 150 mil to that player, the 200 mil to that player. Mm-hmm. It's been pushed hard, but the the bits and pieces that make up a tour, i.e. The, the caddies, the sponsors, all of those things, the caddies are like, how do we get on this thing? Because they get all flights and accommodation paid for, unlike a regular week when their boss, the golfer, has to pay it. So they're oh, falling over themselves to get on board. I did not know this. The golfers are... So they're lot, happy with that. They're happy with that. I just think that the biggest thing will be if Live Golf get on the world golf rankings, which they're not at the moment, No chance. that's going to make or break their tour because you need those rankings to get into majors. Top 50s get into majors uh, on the official I, golf I world that. rankings, and apart from automatic qualification by winning it or top 10 previous year. But as time goes on, those world golf rankings are going to make or break the Live Golf Tour because these big guys aren't going to want to give up that, give up playing in the majors right now in the prime of their career nope. to play on this golf tour. Uh, Zach Johnson. Uh, did an interview this week and spoke about, they asked him about Ryder Cup mm. and if he would uh, pick uh, live golfers in the Ryder Cup. And his response was, you need uh, world ranking points to to be in it. And yep. so that's... Is Ryder Cup PGA Tour affiliated? That, well, he's saying to, yeah, because you, your top 
No, but PGA Tour run the Ryder Cup. No, but you get your automatic selection through uh, where you stand in the world rankings. In the world rankings, not world rankings, the, not the PGA Tour money list. Not the two, no, not the money list. But you need the points to for the rankings. So you go and play a live golf. You don't get the points for the rankings. You slide down right a cap. They might. I don't think he will pick any as his as his uh, captain's pick, given mm. his press the what he his words during the week. So it'll be interesting there for those guys. At the moment, they can play the Opens, they can play the Majors. If Ryder Cup comes out, and it'll be interesting. But yeah. 150 million. That's a. That's why. That's why. If you want to read this, people are lining up at Q School in Victoria. Take us through this. You've got a, a there's a text on the text line from Jason from Moona Links. Uh, morning, boys. Being the golf fans you are, when does one realise he's not going to make it as a pro? A player at the PGA Tour of Australasia Q School, qualifying school, to try and mm. get their tour card, had 83 over par for three rounds. That's a lot of hits. I would imagine he would have needed a Toro to cut some of the haggis he found over <laughs> the last three days. 83 over in three. Three rounds he, at Moona Link. He had a Bradman in one as well. He did. Clapped him up the last. <laughs> Raised the driver. <laughs> For your hundredth shot of the day. Oof. Oh, well, dreams are free. But <laughs> dreams are free. Golf balls aren't. And, <laughs> no. he, I reckon he lost a few. <laughs> There's your 20 seconds. There it dreams is. Dreams are free. Golf balls there aren't. Dreams are free. Golf balls aren't. Just not. on the Saudi back tour, there's more than one rumour about them trying to do the same with tennis. At this stage, they're adamant that they just want a, a ATP tour or a WTA tour or both event in Saudi Arabia mm. rather than trying to take over the tour. But if there's one other sport that's ripe for the picking, oh, surely it would be tennis. Look at the, the top, uh, the hundredth place, the hundredth ranked player in the world. So the hundredth best male tennis player in the world earns about six hundred US a year. Which, mm-hmm. but they need to pay the coach, the flights, the accommodation, all the other costs of getting around. About the only thing that they definitely get for free, or they get a cut rate at a hotel, the only thing they get for free would be food on site. Tennis they get balls. Fed and everything, and tennis balls. But the rest of it, there's a lot of out of pocket, the 600. On the PGA Tour, 100th ranked on the money list of the American Tour. He averages between one and one point two million Ooh, a year. Tennis. You heard it here first. Brisbane. Brisbane. Sydney. What do you think of Nick Kyrgios and his week? Nick? He's alright. It's a week in review. He's alright. I like him. Yeah. We've got to start. NRL, week in review. Come no, on. no, 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 no. We're going Nick backwards. Kyrgios. We're going backwards. I like Nick week. Kyrgios. Yeah? Yeah. Why? I do. I don't know. No. Everyone just likes to be outraged about things. Well, you're and big on this. I'm big on it. We, we live in a world of outrage. Mm. And like we, last night with the halfway through the Penrith. Oh, there was a, there was a lot of outrage. <laughs> but I think I think everyone likes to be outraged with with how he does it, and I, I like him. He, he's um, it, the I, I reckon he can win it. He can find a problem. Well, he can, he can, but I, I think. Um, I think the public sentiment around Nick Kyrgios has changed a lot. But then the other thing is because he plays overseas, like everyone wakes up and sees something that he's done. Uh, uh, yeah. Everyone's trying real hard to get behind him. 
Yeah, he does do some things that you go, what is he there for? That's pretty stupid, pretty dumb. If he's yeah. your child, don't do that. That's, yeah. You know, but he's someone else's child. He's not your child, so whatever. Yep. Whatever. I, I don't get, and I'll bring this up in year now later, there's a... Yena special, Be a careful. red light Yena special a bit later on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's that's a dinner party shopping list, that thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't get how people get upset about what Nick Kyrgios does or doesn't do on a tennis court. I don't understand. It's, it's not like it's not on the label already. It's not like you're surprised by the ingredients of Nick Kyrgios oh. when he's... Out there on a tennis court. If you don't anyway. like it, don't watch. Just don't be outraged by it. Right, we'll go back to the top. Back to the top of the week in review run. Let's go. The Gibbo has set out. He has. Victor What's... Radley was caught. A free trip to uh, Perth for Victor through yeah. the week. Didn't have to play, but he enjoyed himself. Freaking flyers. Sydney Rooster. Uh, but he was caught on camera in a lewd gesture. Mm. Again. Again. Outrage. He's a lad's lad, isn't he, Victor? He's a lad's no, but outrage. What do you think of this PC, from come on. Players Association boss Clint Newton? The access players give broadcasters needs to be respected and the owner should be on them not be on them, as in the players. The players want to connect with fans, giving access like this to their private environments is one way of doing that. But it was never meant to be entirely unfiltered. Yeah. We've gone through it a lot microphones, like you, you pick up the old F like on the field and people, oh, you, both ways. Yeah, look, time again, maybe would have chosen to do something else or just pat you on the head or whatever, but political, like, just the people just love to be outraged. They love to be outraged. Mm. It was, oh, and talk about oh, role models and stuff like that. These players are role models. No, for the kids. No, you are a parent. You role model your children. Mm. Let them watch the game. Mm. And then tell them if it was, oh, yeah, that was a bit stupid, what Victor Adler. Just parent them. Mm. You can't expect players and coaches and sports people to be role models and parent your children. Parent your own kids. Fair enough. I can imagine you saying that down the local park. What? Oh, for goodness sakes, parent your own kids. <laughs> While mine's running wildly around. <laughs> <laughs> no, while you are. <laughs> Why I am. And Jordan's going, Dad! <laughs> Stop! You idiot! You're embarrassing me. <laughs> and Jordan's got her own ready. Parent your own parents. I know how that would have happened, though. And You can would, see the cameras on. You can see the camera move and the little red light comes to light this one here. And There is a red light on those ones in the dressing yeah. room? You can see when they're Sometimes on and they move not. and they, yeah, yeah. You, can, you know when they're on. You know when they're on, okay. But, you know, don't take live shots of dressing rooms after games. It's a pretty simple one. It's an environment where... It's a recipe. You know, it's a... But it's not even a disaster. No. No. It's not a recipe for... It's a recipe for people to blow up. Yeah. Give me a shot. Anyway. Anyway. Um... Game three, any change? I wouldn't imagine Freddie's well, going to make any changes Origin, for He's headed to some Suncorp and potentially mm. if the Lord can come up with the goods. Oh, you're maybe getting up there. Tristan, hopefully. Mm. Come on, Lord. Make it happen. Uh, if you can't, 0457 736 736. Our Brisbane listeners. Has anyone, anyone got a ticket for Nick? Yep. Is there, would you wear a Maroons jumper? No. Would you wear a New South Wales jumper? Yes. 
if New South there Wales could be scored, something in this. Would I streak? No, no, no. Potentially. If, if New South Wales <laughs> scored in the first five minutes to make it 6-0, how hard would you go with the celebration? Would you Very, just give a little nah, fist pump or just nah. get up and just go, get that in here yeah. to everyone around you? There could be something That's a in long this. 75 minutes to sit through. If uh, Any sort of Caxton Street shenanigans, I'm up and down the street in blues gear, whatever you need to get to the game. <laughs> you just don't care, do you? No. <laughs> when you've come this far, all care has been lost a long time ago. Cam Munster. Yes. This is intriguing. I was there the other night for the press conference of Craig Bellamy. And, like, it was kind of out of nowhere that he got really frustrated really quickly with Cam Munster playing early in the week for Melbourne, then not playing, then playing, and then not playing in the end. It was odd. It was just like, is he having a... Him here. I'm sure he wasn't having a go, but it, it just yeah. spoke of an underlying tension there about what on earth is going on with Cameron Munster and his contract negotiations with Melbourne Storm. And then Wayne Bennett. And Wayne Bennett. <laughs> just flicks a dirty big match on it. Yep. You've got Nick lurking in the background for the Roosters to chime in with the obligatory <laughs> Roosters offer out of nowhere to bump the price up. So, yeah, I I wonder how this is all going to play out. Has anyone got Braith's number? Can we give Braith a call? He'd know what's going on. It, it's a position of power for the player. It's a position but... of power for the player. And I think sometimes that gets weighed too heavily in um, to look at the NBA at the moment with certain contracts and what's happening over there. <clears throat> recent, recent situations of this suggest in any code, the longer that they don't sign at the club that they are at means that they are going to leave. You would suggest so. However, in the last couple of years, of, I can't. I just uh, get this in feeling, the last couple of years, I can't remember. So there is your answer. <laughs> that, I, I get the I feeling that it's dragged the longer, on and then the all of a sudden that's it go, got done. Yeah. Who? Oh, probably 0457 <laughs> I just feel like the longer that it goes on, the more chance there is of the not reason. If you're going to stay, yeah. I don't think Melbourne's terms are, are, are going to change. There's not going to be another go. I think Melbourne would have put their card and it's the old, oh, yeah, I'm just going to wait. Mm, I don't know. If, if I think if you're going to stay, you, you do it. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's not like his value is going to skyrocket over no. the next three months. It's already. He's not going, oh, let me play good in origin and I'll, no. It's already up near the ceiling. You know what yeah, he's capable absolutely. of. Absolutely. So it feels like Melbourne have gone here. I don't know what the figure is, but I'll just put yeah. it out. Nominal yeah, figure, yeah. seven fifty. Here, yeah. seven fifty. Cameron, Cameron's like, mm, I reckon I'm worth eight, nine. But there was a no, you're not seven fifty. That's it. What do you want? What are you doing? And the close-ended Sam never make close-ended statements on one that's going to come back to bite you on the backside. Mm. But especially he, when we cut promos and make them into Cam twenty seconds. He, he, he did say, as long as Craig Bellamy is coaching at the Melbourne Storm, I'll play there. That's mm. a big corner to back yourself into. Bit like the old political one. There will be no GST. Nineteen ninety six. I guess what? Having a GST. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, off to a quick break. That was the week in review. Thank you, Toro Mowers. Uh, no, we got through enough. I thought, Gibbo, we get through enough for your liking. Got through enough. What was that? Four different tennis, golf, rugby league, no AFL, but any other reviews? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. 
Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Uh, welcome back to the Mowers Club. Uh, hope you're enjoying our show for the first time live into uh, Brisbane. Eagle Farm. Well, no, I'm suburb. <laughs> <laughs> is it a it's suburb or is it just a racetrack? Uh, Doombin. Doombin's a suburb. Doombin's a suburb, isn't because it? Because they're across the road from uh, each other. They're across the road from each other. Yes. There you have it. There you <laughs> have welcome it. to everyone at Albion Park. <laughs> <laughs> welcome everywhere. Ipswich, Albion Park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where's the straight track dogs? Where are they? The dogs, the, the place halfway between Gold Coast and uh, Gatton. It was Gatton. Anyway, uh, morning mowers. Greg from Gundagai. Greg's a uh, regular texter. Greg, great morning. to hear from you. I uh, I know the Roosters were much improved last night against the Panthers, but I truly believe Trent Robinson's time is up at the Roosters. They were my pick to win the premiership along with a lot of other people's. But my mate Mervyn said after last year's efforts that they would struggle this year. Mervyn thinks next week's game for the Roosters is make or break for their season. Who, who are they playing next week? Yeah, next few, uh, Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, Dragons, Manly mm. South. So, south. So uh, a few there. Eh, don't know about that. Nick, um, Nick, Nick. Nick, Nick, Nick. You Roosters yes, are all tarred with the same brush. I think you've never been on the other side of a contentious call. You are delusional. East need to look at themselves and ask why they are so far down the ladder. It ain't Sutton's fault. Whack. Whack. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> There's no name on that, unfortunately. But I wish it was because it deserves a name on it. No, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. I like the cut of that man's jib. Could be would. No, what about the next one? Read the Roosters one. v Bulldogs six weeks ago. Crichton knocked on the play before. A try and the bunker couldn't adjudicate on it. Makes no sense why they can go three plays back and sin bin a player. What's the difference? Agree. That's a good point. This is a great point. But what's in the rule book? It all Who counts knows? on what's in the rule book. Well, look at the rule book before you blow up about the rule. But they're saying, what's the difference? You can't what? go back. You, you might be able to. It might be in the rules that you can go well, back. Why didn't they? And, the, and this no, is one where. No, on a, on a foul play, you can go back. But on an instance where there's a knock on. Or something like that. You can't go back. It might be in the rule book. That's all I'm saying. Well, the I'm rules. not saying you're wrong. Yeah. But I'm saying you could be wrong. Again. Again? <laughs> I still. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do you reckon he's let it go yet? The Trent? man the man that was sitting in front of me at the game last night was not as impressed with the <laughs> <laughs> I gathered. <laughs> and there might be 10,000 reasons why to show why he was not impressed. Anyway, second hour of the show, we've got Morgan Tiranui to talk about We promise about it'll be better for our Brisbane listeners. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Actually, don't make close-end statements, Nick. <laughs> exactly, Nick. <laughs> I will not ever not play for Craig Bellamy at Melbourne Storm. Uh, Morgan Tiranui will join us to talk about the Wallabies in England. Zach Bailey will talk us uh, through a bit of rugby league. And we'll, later on, Wally Masseur is going to talk us through Wimbledon. It makes sense of the Kyrgios v. Tsitsipas match mm. later on. They've scheduled it, though, at, at 100 o'clock our time, unfortunately. It's third up on court one. They didn't even put it on centre. Can't have Nick playing on centre. No. Just... Not in front of the Royal Box. No. Nope. Spitting towards them. That wouldn't go down too well. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Uh, welcome back to the second hour of... That was our best stuff, and it was in the ad break. Saturday morning, Noah's Club. Uh, you did pose a question just before we came on. Welcome I back did. for the second hour, by the way. Morgan Tiranui is just about to join us. But, um, yeah, 
you, you posed a question, and what was it, yeah, Nick? I did, and it's going to be our text question, 0457 736 736. Play along alone at home, those in Brisbane, uh, new to the show. Mm. I want to know what, what team or ground, like when you go to the, when you play opposition, okay, opposition, you're like, oh, I've got to go to this ground, and I've got to drive to this yeah. venue. The, the best canteen. The oh. best canteen that you go, what? What team was it? What, or what ground was it where you travel away as the away team go, oh, I love playing against yeah, them because they've the got draw. the best canteen. You get the draw. In March and you go, oh, August 2, playing there. <laughs> <laughs> they've got the best sausage rolls. Oh, the pies are elite. I can't wait for the after the game sausage roll. Or mm. We used to have it at or, or hotel, like if you're traveling for sport. Yep. Morgan would be able to help us out here as well. You go, oh, yeah, I don't mind staying at that hotel because their risotto is so good. Well, to watch every match of the July Test Series uh, in Rugby Union, uh, go to the home of rugby stand sport. And a big part of the coverage there is Morgan Tiranui, who joins us on the line right now, mainly to talk about Australia-England. But before we get to that, we've got, to, we've got to get Morgan's take because I know for a fact that Rugby Union canteens around the country Elite. are fantastic. There's some good ones out there, Morgan Tiranui. Can you answer Nick's um question that he's posed to the listeners out there this morning about where the best ones are well morning gents look how long have you got uh, you know i've actually just stepped out of the uh out of the epicurean which is the buffet breakfast restaurant at the crown towers right now to talk to you and i tell you what it gets five stars okay it's right up there um, you have to take uh, out a loan to pay for it but number. yeah well well thankfully that the gentleman at stan sport will be picking up the tab how good's that um <laughs> little do they know back traveling again yeah, exactly. I've, had, I've had four breakfasts already and it's things have changed morgue but... in the world now that we're back traveling <laughs> wait till you exactly. check out you don't just drop the card in the bowl now and walk away you got to pay for that stuff yeah, exactly that's ridiculous but mate, all those the stuff around the uh, around the, the country playing rugby for sure and there's also internationally of course yeah with rugby obviously nick you wouldn't know that playing afl but you know you can play rugby all around the world as opposed to just going to Geelong for an away game. Yes, Morgs. Um, so. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for the drive <laughs> yep. by, Morgs. Yes. Jump on the rugby coaching bandwagon, mate. You'll hey, I it. am, hey. The sevens. I'm, you hey, I'm sevens. I'm Commonwealth <laughs> Games. I'm well, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm late to the party, but I am dressed and ready to go, <laughs> Morgan. You, you poor thing too. You know where the Commonwealth Games is? Yeah. Birmingham. Oh, no. <laughs> Morgs, you lost out there. I have, um, Morgs, I have yep. pointed it out to Nick, uh, on previous weeks that he, he gets to his uh, Swans Academy training and he goes, dream big, everyone. You two could go to Adelaide one day. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so what but, about the um, rugby grounds around the place? What's the best canteen you've um, you've seen? You, as a young up-and-coming player, when you're playing Colts there, um, as a whippersnapper? Yeah, there was the, the, famed, the famed Emu burger out at Nepean Rugby Park. So going to play yeah. Penrith was never fun. You know, they had to... Some old school footballers like like Henry Shaft that would genuinely just take your head off. Yeah. But one of the great things was getting the emu burger at the end. That was always great. And I tell you what, Coogee Oval's pretty good. They've got uh, Gaz Hall, which is field to fork. Their shops down in Bondi and Auckland and that. That's actually a bit too toffee nose for me. But the sausage rolls. That's usually what I get when I walk into Coogee Oval these days. And uh, and you always eat pretty well in South Africa when you get to the Cullinan Hotel in, in Cape Town. I think everyone's always keen to go there. So, um, to be fair, when you're a rugby player travelling the world, you, you eat pretty well, unfortunately. Mm. What about the Wallabies tonight then? Uh, not so much what they're having at the buffet right now in preparation to taking on Eddie Jones' English, but uh, in what shape are they in, would you say, given the team that Dave Rennie's been able to pick and coming up against, what, the English just going to keep it 
in the uh, in the forwards and play that orientated kind of match, or are they going to ping it around a bit? Well, I think it could be the latter, just by the team that they've picked. It's really interesting, actually. On the Wallabies, I think it's a really good-looking squad. If, if you're a rugby fan and you saw the team announced, anyone that you may have disagreed with, you can actually understand that it was either a 50-50 decision or you can understand the thinking. So I think it's the most settled Wallabies team and squad I've seen. Some of the guys that are out, like the Taniela Tupos and James O'Connor and a guy like Jed Holloway, who's been so good for the Cars, this year are out because they're either injured or not quite back from injury and ready to go. Uh, 12 Brumbies in the squad, which, which just means it's a settled group. Brumbies far and away the best-performed super rugby team, especially up front in the forward pack. And, and that's, you know, as you mentioned, that's where you need to you need to meet England head-on. Interestingly, Eddie Jones has picked a really attacking back line. He's picked a soccer singer on the wing and marching at 13. And that means that they might play a bit. Um, I think there's a bit of pressure on him, one, to perform, but two, just to evolve the way they're playing. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if they do get some quick ball, whether they have a crack and, and whether that actually might suit the Wallabies. Um, you know, this is important for the Wallabies. Obviously, Eddie's got an 8 nil record against uh, Australia as the England coach, and that goes on the line tonight here in Perth. So um, it, it's a good opportunity for the Wallabies just over 12 months out in the World Cup to play a team that, that plays that good sudden death tight rugby when needed and the Wallabies will need to be too good for teams like that if they're going to go deep into a World Cup and you know there's a brand new trophy the uh, the Ella Mobs trophy up for grabs there's nothing wrong with winning silverware along the way yeah winning is a good habit to get into Morgs and unfortunately for England it's a habit that they haven't been in they got beat by the the barbarians on their way out here uh is the pressure mounting on Eddie Jones well, tell you what, if you coach a sporting team in England, there's always pressure on. It doesn't matter what's happened there. They've just always got the knives sharpened, and especially if you're a foreign coach. So Eddie knows. He almost enjoys the, the to and fro of, of his clashes with the, the English media. Look, they were poor against the Barbarians. Interestingly, the Barbarians had three days on the piss in Monaco and another three probably in London when they got there for the game. So the lose by so much to them is worrying. There's not a huge amount of players left in that squad. Most of them will come from the Leicester Saracens final uh, of the English Premiership that was played the same weekend. Uh, so those are guys confident and informed. So it's a very different looking England team, but he, he, he won two out of five, Eddie, in the, in the Six Nations. So that's probably where most of the pressure's coming from. They need to perform. There's expectation with England. Look, they're the best funded rugby team in the world. Um, so there's always expectation wherever they play. Israel Folau is about to play International Rugby Union again. Morgs for Tonga. What do we make of this? Yeah, he'll play today, actually. The rugby starts in about an hour when Australia A play um, over in Fiji, and then Tonga are playing straight after. So there's rugby all the way through the day on Sand Sport, and then obviously New Zealand play Ireland at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Um, so, it's, you know, if it is that wet weekend over on the Eastern Seaboard, at least you've got some rugby to watch. Look, this is really interesting in the change in eligibility laws. That They stopped players playing for more than one country for nigh on 20 years. Um, probably more, and it's just changed things up. It's great for nations like Tonga with former Wallaby legend Todai Kefu as a coach. He can call on quality players. It'll make them better. Um, you know, Israel, he'll come in. There's a couple of guys like Charles Piotr playing overseas, Malachi for Katoa, who are former All Blacks. They're in there as well, so it's not just Falau. Look, in terms of Izzy himself, um, it's a great opportunity for him to play some rugby, whatever you think of Izzy. He's a quality performer. Um, you know, some people might not want him in the game. The, the laws of the game are pretty simple. He's eligible to play for Tonga. It's great for Tongan rugby. Um, hopefully his rugby does the talking in the next few months. Uh, another rugby league convert, uh, RTS, Roger Tuvasashek. He didn't get named in the uh, in the All Black squad. Can you see him getting a spot soon? 
Yes, I, I definitely do. I think, look, that, that was a smart play. Let him go into the All Blacks environment, spend more time training. He was excellent for the Blues right throughout Super Rugby, but Super Rugby isn't Test Rugby. Um, and look, they've had some issues around COVID themselves, the All Blacks. So they're sort of put together as they can. Some of their coaches can't even coach the team. So he's got time. They're the same. They've got a three-test series against Ireland. I dare say at the back end of that Irish series, you'll see him get a chance. And if not, then he's got games against Argentina, South Africa and Australia in the Rugby Championship later in the year. So you'll definitely see Roger Tuivasa checking an All Black jersey this year. Far out. How much rugby's on today? Well, there's plenty, mate. And also, Shoot Shield's going and Hospitals Cup in Brisbane, so there's plenty of rugby, that's for sure. I'm still trying to, you know, do some of the homework on how, as you mentioned, Eddie's going to play England, so I've got plenty of study to do, and I'll keep an eye on a couple of horses running around the world. I know what you'll be studying, Morgan. And how good is <laughs> it in Perth? How, how good is Perth for, for a bet? It's the best. <laughs> I'm having bacon and eggs, and I'm dead so they're about to jump. <laughs> <laughs> The night game is the year. You don't have to worry. Yeah, it's good to have a bet. Uh, Morgan Tirunui, have a great day, mate. Um, all the best with the coverage with uh, Stan and Nine later tonight with Australia taking on England. And uh, enjoy the day um, studying hard. Thanks, boys. Will do. Morgan Tirunui joining us here on the Mowers Club. Now, uh, don't forget every match of the July Test Series on the home of rugby stand sport after the break. Yeah, nah. Anything get under your skin throughout the week? Well, let us know. 0457 736 736. Nick Davis has got... Like uh, a list as long as your arm about to get through with Yena in a moment. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. It's time for... Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, welcome. Welcome back to the show. Regular listeners would know what this is about. It's, yeah, no, nah, it's things that basically we look at and go, oh, yeah, no, nah, that's no good. No good at all. Uh, welcome in Brendale, by the way, north of Brisbane. Uh, SENQ, our friends up there. 0457 736 736, your best canteen experience at your uh, best local Best canteen experience, especially on a, like a cold day, like cold and wet and rainy. and Keep them coming. Oh, uh, but this we've is, We've got yeah, plenty. Nah. Tristan <laughs> will stomp, he'll stump up a hunch. Actually, you might... I might come out of my dinner my food bill for next week. So, <laughs> which but he say, will, but he will. Given he the will. size of the food bill that it will eventuate, it's not that much anyway. Yeah. Uh, Nick, your I've got a yeah, lot. Our list is oh, extensive, large. Okay, extensive. so get through a few, and then I'll chime in with a couple. Maybe Gibbo's got one or two. Extensive. If you've got one out there, yeah, no it's nomination, extensive. chime in. Uh, go for it, Nick. Let's go. Uh, first year now, Optus Stadium at the moment, like, and the fact that there was a and Ted was like, oh, why is the ground so? They've got to water the markings off. So that's why the ground over there gets wet. Mm. So they played AFL on the Friday. Then they've got to water the markings off to get the league down, the markings on for the league on Sunday. Mm. And the ground stays wet. So that's why it was wet for State of Origin. So that's number one. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Who are yeah, you there? Up the stadium. Oh. Uh, it's not their fault. This is a big one. I'm going to, uh, I'll, I'll, actually, I'm, I'm going to yeah, now one of our own. Who? Joel Kane. Okay. Why? What's he done? I'm not yeah narring the gesture, the gesture, the gesture, the gesture of the, don't you start, don't you start. <laughs> little man in the stupid hat. The, the gesture <laughs> in medieval of, times of yeah. the of the ceremonial handing down of the of the car, the uh, second hand car. Oh, uh, that, that's what he. Did. So what? Explain what he's done. Daughter of Joel. Yes. Seventeen. Yes. License. Birthday. Birthday. Handing down of Joel's car. 
Oh, handover. handover. It's a straight over handover. No, it's not a straight over handover. It's a there's balloons on it. It's a timeshare. Yep. It's like putting candles back in an old birthday cake. Wait, there's there's balloons on the car. There's balloons on the car. Like when you get a new car at a yep. car dealership. Yep. Balloons. Yeah. Yep. Ribbon maybe. Yeah. But he's put balloons on the second hand yep. car. On the second hand car. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Come on, Joel. It is he, but the thing he, that he didn't do, he didn't get the spray stuff for the wheels. I didn't juice them up a bit. You got that's what you get whenever you even, even when you get a service, you get the juiced up wheels. The, I have the, uh, the spray that makes the wheels get, look black for four, four minutes have, until you drive off. <laughs> exactly. I have noticed on Joel's socials this morning. Has he repurposed the balloons for inside Happy Birthday? <laughs> he may have then got the balloons and, and off the car inside yeah. for the Happy Birthday, darling. Is he on Crunch Time today, old man? Yeah, oh, he'll be in. Time, so we he'll can, get we the, can uh, listen to the back end of the show. Right of reply. He, he will. Yeah, he did, and he deserves but a right of reply. He does. Maybe he man. was just posting it. He wasn't involved in putting the balloons on the car. Oh, thumbs down for Joel Kane today. Neil by Kane. Oh, okay. Well, he won't That's get the right birthday of reply. Weekend. He won't. Even better. <laughs> even Good. Better. Even so, better. You don't deserve the right of reply, if Kane. He is, if he is listening out there, text through because we need something. Oh, give us Otherwise, a call. No, we know. We're <laughs> getting smashed. Yeah, he, he'll text it for sure. He is about this. Yeah, keep going. Um, Ninja Warrior. Yeah? They're not ninjas, mate. <laughs> <laughs> They're not ninjas. You're not happy with their apparel, are and you? And then I'll double down on the Ninja Warrior that it's not – you don't put a shirt on. <laughs> just just oh, put a shirt on. You know but, why but they've done it. But they're doing it in no shirt and skinny leg jeans. I'll pay the skinny leg jeans. That <laughs> <laughs> can't help you be a yeah. fake ninja. Yeah, we're trackies. If you've got, if you got a rig, get it out. Yeah, that's fine. No. Yeah, it tracks people. But, yeah, skinny leg jeans. But, <laughs> sorry, that's your yeah, nah, so go on. Ninja Warrior – yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no. Just call it nah. Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, but they're not Warriors. Monkey Bar Warriors. <laughs> Monkey Bar Bandits. <laughs> Doesn't have the, quite the same thing to it. Hey, kids, you want to watch Monkey Bar <laughs> Bandits tonight? Well, you'd be surprised. Uh, have a go. Thanks. I'll like, cross a few off. Uh, this gentleman is running for elected office in the state of Wyoming for the Republican Party, and this was his sermon about elections being fixed, like the last one with Trump, apparently. And to say that elections are always square, we know in several states they use COVID, they use the ballot process. What about uh, 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 Facebook uh, using the, uh, the, the system to, to, to steer people? Uh, we, we know for a fact all the major internets do that. We also... Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. You listened to that. You've listened to that before the show, and you. (laughs) Oh man, all the major internets. All the major internets. Kate Halfpenny has chimed in with a hot take about Nick Kyrgios. Give I get it lined up for the the bit here. (laughs) The big yeah, no, but no, it's 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 beyond a yeah, no. This one. Okay. Asking for a friend, writes Kate in her opening paragraph. Is there a way to revoke Nick Kyrgios's Australian passport and kick him off the island so we stop being linked to this grub? Yeah, nah. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. 
Oh. How that's, can you that's... deport an Australian citizen? That's stupid. <laughs> Kick him off the island. Revoke his Australian part. Where is he going to live? In the ocean? With Kevin Costner in Waterworld? That's stupid. Far out. Yeah. How do they get that part? How do they go up to the end? Hey, I've got an idea. I'm going to write an article to say that Nick Kirill should be deported. Oh, great, Kate. Go for it. Give me a thousand words on it. Fantastic. Terrific. You haven't got much to compete with, have you? <sighs> no wonder you're the main man. At... <laughs> have you? No wonder that's, that's the little genre that you've gone down going, oh, I'm going to compete against these belly well, so, Yeah, sometimes you write an article, oh, I'm not actually any good at this. And then you read that and you go, yes, I am. <laughs> but you're not good you're just not as bad as that. <laughs> exactly. I'm the least worst. Yeah, and that's a fine. Yes. That's a good spot to live in life, actually, sometimes. Right, back to me. Christmas in July. Hit it. <laughs> yeah. No. How stupid. <laughs> stupid. It's just something to do in the middle of winter. It's stupid. <laughs> so the rich people that get to get into the snow. Oh, it's like we... It's oh, like no we, excuse to get blasted. Exactly. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Keep going. Easter in October. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> There's no such thing. There's no such thing. I've noticed this a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's bugged me a little while. Sports teams, Gibbo, are starting to Bruce a lot. <laughs> yep. A He's lot. Debutant when the player makes yeah, his debut. Yeah, a little bit of that, but more about, oh, such and such is playing in Wimbledon. Oh, I think they came to one home games four years ago. Let's go. Oh, yeah, friend of the – like, yeah. there's a bit of sports teams leveraging off other sports people and brucing. Even, like, sports <laughs> organisations, there's a wave pool down in Melbourne, urban surf, right? And so a lot of the pro surfers have gone there. Yep. And so every time, like, Felipe Toledo, he's won a couple events this year, and after every event that he wins – Oh, good on you, Felipe. A photo of him at the when wave pool. There. It's like, mate, you had nothing to do with him winning. Yeah, he was just there. But that's running a business. That's marketing. It's bruising. That's the difference oh, between marketing and bruising. And on 1170 SEN, it's no. <laughs> There's a what? fine line between we need to get Craig Hutchinson on the line. Well, no, not we on the line. I'll no, have a don't. chat. Well, it's hard because he's doing his show in Melbourne right now, concurrently. He has a show on right now? Yeah, 9 to 12. Does he go up against us? Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, in Melbourne. The, the boss of the station goes up against us. Yeah, it's all right. He's, we're he's in a hiding to nothing here, lads. Hey, look at, look are at are we the sponsors. Even on? Yeah, is this are we live? even on? Texas here. You know, the boss is annoyed with us? Look at all the right. spotters we're Top bringing in. Hey. Okay, sports teams brucing. Too much of it. Mm. Yeah, no. Okay, last two. You're checking them off over there. I am. I've got heaps. Last two. The two big dogs here. Anyone that built a two-lane highway when there was an opportunity to build three? 100%. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. That's that's the most... Is it the best yeah, no? Nailed on yeah, no you've ever come up with. When there's a driving to the foot of the mountain last night out the M7 where there's clearly room for three lanes. Yeah. And they go, oh, no, just throw in two. Now I want to use this road. I wonder what they were thinking when they designed it. They go, oh, you know what? I reckon... From this point, from when we build this road, there is no way in the world that the population is going to expand in this city. No chance. There's going to be less people here in 10 years, so we need just two lanes. Don't need three, just in case there's more cars on the road. (laughs) This is it. Stop. This is the best nah ever. From... Yeah, nah? Or just nah? 
from MQ. This is the best yarn ever. When you phone someone and you get the answering machine and it says, you've reached so-and-so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I rang you. <laughs> That's the yeah, best. No. <laughs> That's the best yarn yeah, no, ever. That's so true. Hi, you've reached Adam Peacock. Oh, really? I used to. I on just my, guessed on my phone. I said, "Hi, you haven't reached Adam Peacock because technically you haven't." And then the boss rang up and said, "Can you change that? You sound like a smartass." <laughs> so like, Come on, man! It's a great yeah, no. That is brilliant. So we got that. People that build two lane highways when there's room for three. Mm. That's a yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Last one. Okay, last one. Last one. This has been a marathon. Last one. Well, it's well, give I wants highlights. Oh, if you can't get twenty seconds out of this, give wants highlights. <laughs> People that feel like they have the right, mm. the audacity, the temerity, and whatever other word that the jackal, the jackal, <laughs> and the hide, <laughs> to want to alter food orders. Ooh, and I'm talking. Can I have a cheeseburger? No pickle. No, you can't. You can't. What'd you call me? <laughs> no. Yeah. Nah. Can I have a three-piece feed, no wings? No. Get what you are given in life. This is where <laughs> the world has spiralled out of control, this in my the- opinion. This is where it, when we when in 50-odd years when we're having going, oh, geez, where did we go wrong? These are the first this bricks is, falling off the wall this, of civilization. This is where we went wrong. <laughs> Can I have an extra hot latte? No. Just take what you're given. If you don't like the pickle, order something else. Have nuggets instead. I, I don't. I, I can understand the coffee being of a certain no, way. No, but no. If no. a cheeseburger comes with a pickle, if that's how exactly. Old mate, back in the day, thought no. I want my cheeseburger to have pickle. That's how it's designed. That's why we're going to make a bucket load of money. The pickle stays on. If you want to remove said pickle. Remove it yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. And throw it on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> throw it on the, Maybe that's why Mac is it. Hey, if someone yeah. wants a pickle taken off, just take it off because they end up throwing it on the window anyway. But no. People altering food orders off menus. Yeah. Nah. Ben on the text line. Morning, boys. I'm with Dickie Navis on, uh, regarding Christmas in July. Yeah, nah. It's rubbish. <laughs> I can barely afford Christmas in December as it is. Good point, Benjamin. Good point, Ben. Uh, have you got any in us? Yeah, I've got a quick one. It mm. happened yesterday to us. Uh, we live, well, we've got like a bit of a driveway. It's sort of a lane. And I think it was maybe a bit of bad karma throughout the week, but a dog walker has walked past uh, our house. Mm. And it's sort of, my mate's window looks down on the lane and the dog has done a number two, mm-hmm. and it was a massive number two. It was a borderline human or dog. Okay, give up. Thank you. If you want us. So you, you've... Thank you. You've thank you. Asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, so you que- you've could, could question it, and so it's right there. Anyone who, especially because they would have known no one was around, no one was seeing them, yeah. and they've bolted. Whereas if it's on a main road or someone's yeah. seen you, you, you have to pick it up. Yeah, more and that. I think it's bad karma, but seriously, anyone who lets their dog do a number two right near someone's window. Yeah, no. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. It's in the bylaws of the Mowers Club. It's in the bylaws of the Mowers Club. Yeah. Thou shall not let dog 
Yeah, well, on this, a, was on, on a, this was on road. On a lawn. This was on road, though. Yeah, but yeah still, it's still, it's bad. Yeah, that's that's. Well, because when stuff. you walk past it this morning, it's got a bloody tie it's stain. That's another it. brick <laughs> off the wall of civilization. I got one more here now. I want to see someone. I just we've got the replay here of the Knights uh, top Titans. sport Titans game. <laughs> I want to see someone play the first set in the beanie. <laughs> right, as a challenge. Yeah. I'm throwing <laughs> out a challenge for the rest of the round. But I want it, someone the, the fullback. You're not going to get touched. Welcome back to the show, and it's great to have the company of Zach Bailey joining us, myself, uh, Nick Davis, and Adam Peacock here on the Mowers Club. Uh, Zachary, good morning. Good morning. Commiserations to all of our mower men out there and women that uh, are hoping for the weather to clear. There's, there's currently a break in the rain, which is good signs. Mm. But I tell you what, the ground underfoot would be uh, very soggy today. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's bog-like conditions. You can't get the mower through this. Mm. You just save the Toro. It, it, it's, it's dormant anyway. It's, it's, you know, up there in Brisbane, they're listening. They potentially, even though they've got a bit wet weather up there, they could uh, get their, their Toros out there still because uh, the grass doesn't stop growing up there in Queensland. But it's greener <laughs> in New South Wales, Zach. I do it believe. is always. Uh, you're doing some good stuff for Channel 9, mate. You'll be all across the Origin selections this weekend. Could you imagine that Freddie's going to make uh, too many changes, if any, for Game 3? Well, if there's going to be one, I think Jack Whiten, if he gets through the Raiders game this weekend, then he has to be in there somewhere, given he was the Blues' best in Game 1. Where he fits into the 17, I'm not too sure. Like Freddie, I guess, made a pretty bold call ahead of Game 1 to pick him in the starting side when most people thought he'd go with Stephen Crichton to start, obviously he did in game two because Jack White was ruled out with COVID. But I think Jack White might force his way in onto the bench. Um, and if there was a player to make way, it might be Sifatalakai given he didn't get a lot of game time in game two. But then you've got to think, well, if you've already got Api Corusau, Damian Cook, and then Jack White potentially in that you know utility hooker role there, Jack White can play a lot of positions, but maybe the Blues don't get as much punch off their bench as they were hoping. So that's the only... The only change I'd see Freddie making if everyone gets through uninjured this weekend. Yeah, and uh, the Queensland side uh, of the uh, the state of origin, anything up there? Look, Billy Slater said that's his team. He's going to try and back him in, but is there an opportunity there for someone to force their way in? Well, I think Ruben Cotter won't be there. There was some hope that after he was injured against Man uh, in the warm-ups in the Manly match a couple of weeks ago that he might be right to go. But I, I think that he's all but been ruled out. There was talk that David Fafita might uh, earn a recall given they need some, some punch, but I don't think uh, that's going to happen. Uh, Billy, the one thing I'll know is that he'll have faith in the players that got the job done in game one uh, to get it done in game three. So I don't expect too many changes. Uh, I mean, yeah, they were, they were thrown. I mean, the, the Blues really threw them off um, in the second half there over in Perth and they got on top of them and, and really rolled through. But I, I still think if that sim bidding of Felice Cafusi doesn't happen, Queensland are in that game up to their eyeballs. So I don't think Billy will change too much. I think he'll have the belief going back up to Suncorp Stadium for game three that his men that he selected for game one, that, 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 that squad is the one that will uh, get the job done. You reckon the Cafusi thing had that much to do with it? 100%. Yep. I disagree. I, 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 why, why? Well, I just think the fatigue, right? The fatigue, the, the, the Blues were on a roll big time, right? But I felt like Queensland at that point, their scrambling defence was, was really good. And again, it may, have take, it may have taken its toll later in the match without that. But Queensland, in terms of their strike, their two tries came from nothing, from you know, 30, 40, 50 metres out. Whereas the Blues, I, I felt like, were struggling early on to crack the Maroons' line. 
and all the effort the Queensland had to put in that 10 minutes uh, really got the Blues up and I guess it, it showed later in the match. So yeah. I think it would have been a lot tighter. Oh, it might have been tighter, but I think New South Wales win still. The way that they were getting yardage from the first minute of the game, they were they were they were making fifteen meters more per set of six than Queensland were defensively. New South Wales were on um, the, the the play the ball speed, and I know this was probably distorted by the fact of the fatigue in the second half of Queensland. Like New South Wales play the ball speed was quicker man for man than just about every Queensland player. Um, yes. the, the fact that Kafusi's sin bin was split over half time as well, I think that yep. kind of yeah, that's inflates it all. So, sorry, Zach, I disagree. But anyway, no, 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 that's, that's totally fine. No, it's, uh, that's, that's all we're here for to have a good chat. But the one thing I will, like, I feel like in game one, there wasn't a Queenslander that had a bad game. Like, they were all 80% to 100% of their potential, but they all yeah. killed it. And I feel like in game two, the Blues were like that. So, it sets up an absolute cracker in game three because. I mean, like it's it's just great that it's going to Suncorp for a decider. As much as you know, all the Blues fans out there would love to have it down here in Sydney or maybe on neutral turf again because we love we love the Blues love going to Perth. Um, it's a, it's a huge challenge up there, but it just sets up a, a cracker because it would have been nothing worse than you know for a dead rubber up in Queensland. Apart from all the Maroons fans out there for for Game Three. Um, text on the text line. It could win the hundred. Thanks to Top Sport today for the best text on oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Queensland gave up. Shut up. <laughs> okay, see, Zant, it's been fun. Yeah. Thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for your time this morning, Zant. Have a good one. Oh, well, uh, you imagine how, uh, what's the right word for it, passionate uh, that greater metropolitan area of Brisbane will be on Wednesday week, Zach. Are you going up for, yeah. for the game? No, I'm not, sadly. I, I haven't been to either Origins this year, which has been really strange. Like, I've, I've worked at, a, at some in some capacity as a as an MC or reporter, probably for the majority of the last five to ten years, uh, I was at the Blues Hotel at six thirty the next morning after Game One here, and then uh, I was in the office for Game Two and at the airport greeting them when they got home. So oh, Game okay. Three, I'll be on the tools again in the office. But it's a, it's a, the one thing, it's a completely different experience watching it, you know, at home on the lounge, speakers blaring, and there at the game and obviously feeling it. But it's uh, I've enjoyed it in a way. Um, but I would love to be up there for game three in person. Uh, Saturday's matches today. So a bit to uh, pique the interest of everyone throughout these three matches. We've got uh, dogs taking on the Sharks. So Matt Burton, how high can he kick a ball in the wet? We'll find out the uh, this afternoon. Uh, Battle of the informed Queensland sides, Cowboys Bronx as well. And then Latrell Mitchell returned for the Bunnies. All's on track for that. Uh, Bunnies playing the Eels later on, Zach. Yeah, yeah, so Latrell Mitchell will return. I mean, that, that's the other one, back to the original question about Freddie's changes. Um, it'd be hard to ignore Latrell if he absolutely kills it tonight against the Eels, but it's still, I think it'd be only his, his fourth game or fifth game of footy since August last year. And I think it could be too much uh, of a ta- an ask to throw him in there. But, I, I mean, it's just great. He's one of the real entertainers, and it's a huge match for both of these teams, especially... The Rabbitohs, um, they need to they need to show that they belong in the top eight. Um, and I think Latrell, obviously, back will help them big time. But I just hope he hits, hits the ground running and we don't see any more injuries for him in the back end of the year. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think um, 
Latrell Mitchell, if he if he comes out and plays well today, uh, will find a spot in that side as well. Just want a quick take on the look. It was a, a game that no one really wanted to watch last year, the Cowboys versus Broncos. But this game, uh, especially the battle of the halves, is going to be outstanding. Yeah, who would have thought that this would be a battle of you know two of the best and informed teams in the competition? The good news is Adam Reynolds. Uh, we'll be back for the Broncos and Chad Townsend. I remember, you know, at the start of the year, well, when the Cowboys signed him late last year, everyone was thinking, you know, he's he's going up there. Yes, he might be a premiership winner, but he's going up there on eight hundred thousand dollars a year. The back end of his career, it's money that hasn't been well spent. But he's just brought the best out of Tom Dearden, and he shows real calm and that calm and composure that I think they've lacked in the halves over the last couple of years when they've been chopping and changing in that area and. Even someone like Val Holmes heavily criticised the fullback experiment in the last couple of years hasn't really worked out. He's in the centres and found his home there. He's back to as good a form as he's showing when he was playing and winning a comp alongside Chad Townsend uh, for the Sharks. And then you, you throw some of the, uh, you know, Jason Tamalolo is is back to his great form. Scott Drinkwater, Hamaso Tabuifito, who's been injured a little bit, but they've got strike everywhere. And then you look at the Broncos and, you know, the likes of Selwyn Cobbo, who's just, you know, growing by game in terms of his stature in the game. Pat Carrigan had that great origin game and he's a real forward leader for them. Um, Ezra Mann, when he gets in there, you know, the, uh, yeah, oh, it's, as you said, what, four or five years ago, this is one of the great rivalries in rugby league and uh, hopefully we get another instalment of that tonight, another tight one. Uh, Zach, thank you for your time, mate. Oh, quick one. I mentioned mm. earlier in the show about Cameron Munster and I found it a little odd how... The, the comments of Craig Bellamy the other night in the, the press conference about uh, we weren't sure if he was playing, he wasn't playing. It feels like there's an undercurrent of angst between the two parties at the moment over his contract negotiations. And, and as Nick mentioned, little Wayne Bennett just chiming in with uh, <laughs> with what he had to say about the possibility of Cameron joining Redcliffe. Where do you reckon it's all at? And where do you reckon it's going to end up? Well, if you listen to Wayne Bennett, he's signed for next year. <laughs> Yeah. He loves stirring the pot, doesn't he? Like just coming out there, just, uh, just throw, you know, throwing it out there. He knows it'll attract headlines. Apparently, the, the Storm aren't happy with that at all. That comment from Wayne Bennett saying that, oh. you know, we're confident we're going to get him, um, but of course they're not going to be. It looks like it's a bit of a stalemate. The Melbourne Storm will be trying to fight as hard as possible to keep him. Um, interesting though that Cam Munster said a couple of weeks in Origin Camp that he'll be there as long as Craig Bellamy's there, mm. but. I don't know if he will be if you know Craig signs on for another four or five years as head coach. So um, it's definitely a watch his space. Definitely, definitely. We're off to a quick break on uh, the Mowers Club. Zach, thanks, mate. Enjoy the weekend of footy, and uh, we'll catch you soon. We'll do, gents. Thank you. Zach Bailey joining us from uh, Channel Nine, talking about rugby league. Now, after the break, we've got plenty more to come on the Mowers Club. We'll get through uh, the text line, the best canteen, the best canteen, good, and we've got some, some good ones. Fantastic nominations on the way. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. I mean, we've got the honesty session later in the show. Yeah. Uh, welcome back on the Mowers Club. But uh, Nick Davis, you've, I think you've outdone yourself with today's text line topic, 0457 736 736. Oh, yeah. Your favourite canteen experiences, uh, yep. travelling around, going to sport, yep. watching kids sport or involving yourself in sport and then going for the post-game meal at said canteen. Or Ill- just going down and watch someone else's kid play sport because the canteen at the local oval is so good. Just having no excuse other than the fact that you just want to go to that canteen. Eels Muzz has appreciated some of the great experiences when it comes to, especially football, and I can relate to this. Yep. 
going all across the greater metropolitan area of Sydney. Best canteen ground I experienced was I uh, went to watch my nephew play soccer at one of the Central European-centric clubs in West Sydney. My nose led me straight to the canteen, run by local ladies who only had two options, homemade smoked sausages and coleslaw rolls or roasted pork neck and coleslaw rolls. Unbelievably good. Oh. So I had one of each. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, some of those... Some of those places in oh, the west of Sydney, yeah. the, the clubs, the Chavapi rolls out in the west of Sydney at um, either Sydney United or Bonnie <coughs> Rig White Eagles or uh, there's the Suvlaki at uh, Sydney Olympic, Peter Moore ground there at uh, Might actually get me to go and watch. Even the chicken sizzle rolls at uh, simple, Cromer Park. Simple chicken snare. Keep going. There's Alice more. just puts them together there. They're magnificent. Morning, guys. Soccer canteen the Blacktown District has to be Doonside Hawks Kranskis. Oh. Kranskis. Oh. Snags, eggs, bacon, Cherise. chicken tenders, onions on the coffee side of things. They have lattes, cappuccinos, flat, flat white, Ooh. whatever you want. Don't order extra white if Nick's in the line. Uh, extra hot if Nick's in the line. He might get really angry yeah. at you. Uh, West Pennant Hills, Demons, uh, Mike Kenny Mike Oval. Kenny Oval. Massive right variety on the barbecue. That's good. I'm big fan of it. Well, it's on the way there, Mike Kenny Oval. Uh, in line to get a pie at the Oakdale Bears Group 6 match and a stray ball flies past and enters the canteen, knocking some of the lollies off the top shelf. Oh, it's no. on, the ground, on the ground report from Matt from... <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Jerobombra. Uh, thank you, Matt. Hope the pie was good there at the Oakdale Bears. the pie was good. Text back 0457 736 There is... Tristan will stump up 100 cash. Yep. For the best ones. Yep. You've given yours. Mine, mine's always... I enjoy going and coaching teams in Melbourne... Because you get the traditional steam dimmies down there, Ooh. and they and they and they're in the brown paper bag, and you just yep. poke the soy sauce in there, and then so the steam not fried, steamed. Hey, mm-hmm. but it's temple steamed into the brown paper bag that's got the lining in it. So yeah. it's the the lined brown paper bag, and then the soy sauce goes in, and then you roll the bag back up. Oh wow. Shake it about. Shake it about. Like shake of fries. Uh-huh. So good. Steam this was dimmies. Not when you were playing. No. Obviously not. <laughs> What'd you have pre-game? Um, you, did you ever hit up the canteen pre-game? Yeah. yeah. Kids footy, I would have. Sausage rolls. I went in the, I think it was a, uh, an AFL team's dressing room as part of the job, and they they had the nutrition plan for game day. Yeah. So it was what you have two hours before, Yep. just before you war- go out for warm-up. I didn't read the actual game plan. Do you think time? I read the nutrition game plan? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But, yeah, a lot of it was... No, I did not. Make sure you have 200 grams of caffeine before you play. Yeah, no, that was no good. I'm a non-coffee drinker. Yeah. I told the story here before for our Queensland listeners. Mm-hmm. That are just new to the show from New Farm Ascot, South Brisbane, Fortitude Valley, <laughs> Woolongabba, East Brisbane, Ashgrove, Bowen Hills, Alderley, Cooparoo, Paddington, Albion, Albion Park, Highgate Hill, Chermside West, or Camp Hill. It sounds like you're on the trains. I have t- <laughs> <laughs> Next stop. All stops. Yeah, the first time with the, the no dose when that came into a beer. Oh, yeah? Well, I'd never drunk coffee before. Yeah. I'm like, here, have a couple of no dose. Didn't sleep for four days. <laughs> I ended up at Fortitude Valley after that game. Do not worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> up in Newey, uh, the Bruno roll. Ooh. Sausage roll on a crunchy bread roll. Oh, that's... R- Don't go east on the sauce, says Rooster Man. Rooster Man. Do you like the crunchy... I don't... Not, you like the carb, the, <laughs> do you or not? But the crunchy Ooh. bread roll. Oh. Yeah. 
something about a crunchy bread roll. At the canteen, it's okay because the mess just falls on the grass. Mm, yeah. But when you get the crunchy bread roll. In the car? <laughs> no good. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. A true sign, Nick Davis, in Sydney Town, uh, I think it was yesterday, that the last couple of years might be definitely in the rear vision mirror. What happened? The Bondi PCR testing situation, the tent lined the up. The epicentre. Yeah, the epicentre. Oh, they were Ground zero. Lined up for... Six hours to Weren't they? get a test. Closed. Oh, done. all done. It's like the Berlin Wall coming down. <laughs> all over. Really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, all done with. And yeah, they're still doing them. People still got it. A couple of listeners out there. Yeah. You know who you are. Spicy cough still going around. But Dig in, guys. Only four days left. You'll be right. <laughs> you sort of want to get COVID. Bah, no. Yeah, well, you get seven days off work. You get That's to chill out at home. That's the spirit. Well, like, life's busy, Adam. I'm yeah, sure you can attest to that. A lot of people would have. And, like, you know, the fake it was COVID. awesome. Everyone would have gone fake Not COVID sure at I, some I, stage. Oh. Well, how, how good I'm looking at the daily t- test case going, 10,000 people. There's a few people thinking, uh, you know what? I'm going to take seven days. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Go ahead. Is it not the best time ever to take sick days? No one asks. No one bats no. an eyelid. Oh, I've got the flu. Mate, you stay home. It's a new diarrhea. Day. We don't want you it's a new <laughs> diarrhea. No one wants to have anything to do with it when you ring up. Okay, I've got diarrhea. No one asks any questions. That's COVID. On that highbrow note, we're going to go to the news. <laughs> More the 11 20 seconds. News. You, my friend. After the break, uh, the learned Wally Masseur will join us to talk about Wimbledon. Nick Kyrgios, what do you reckon of him? And also, keep him coming. Your best canteens around the place. 0457 736 736. You're with the Saturday Morning Mowers Club. Thanks to Toro. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. And great to have your company uh, throughout Sydney, Gold Coast and also SENQ up there in Brisbane. Uh, day two of SENQ start up. They're very excited up there. It's fair enough too. Full on sports station. Uh, unfortunately, between the hours of 9 and 12, it's not full on sport. We do tend to... Drift off into other areas, don't Nick we? Davis. Don't we? But uh, anyway, they've already jumped the first at uh, Rose Hill. All right. It's 11 o'clock. Yeah. Get with the program. Okay. Okay. We'll have Tristan Merlihan shortly from topsport.com.au. Wally Masur as well to talk a bit of tennis. And uh, Nick Kyrgios taking on Stephanus Tsitsipas as the headline act, if you like, tonight. Well, early tomorrow morning because Wimbledon. Thanks, Wimbledon. You put it third up. On court one, which means they'll start at about 3 a.m. It's a big middle finger to Nick in it, really. Well, not really, it but... Is in Australia. I can't imagine Channel 9 are uh, pumped about the oh, fact well, that... Wimbledon don't care about Channel 9, do they? Uh, when they put the... When you you go... Each day there's a meeting with the broadcasters at a Grand Slam event, and you go and talk to them and it's say, a, look, we're we Channel 9 this. Australia, we need this first up. They put Kublai on yeah, first okay. up for the Australian audience. Yeah, okay. Oh, fair enough then. Um, I'm surprised that you didn't say that Wimbledon is not your favourite canteen. Just a little bit of brucing there. I'd, I'm very surprised well, about that. Look, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But everyone bangs on about the strawberries and cream at Wimbledon. It's the jam donuts. Ooh. That are the, the boss. And uh, 
let me say, Nick Davis, if you like your dim sims down in Melbourne, I dare say if you ever went to Wimbledon, you will be eating your body weight in jam donuts. I would say. That's a lot. That's a lot. And it's ever increasing, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eating more and more. But it, that is our text topic for mm. the day for topsport.com.au. Best canteen. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six best canteens that you've experienced. Give us a yell on the uh, text line. Tristan Melhan from topsport.com.au is about to be eaten out of house and home by Nick Davis when he gets up there yeah. uh, tomorrow. If he can get out of Sydney Airport, he's got to negotiate that. Tristan, have you got this some odds on? Uh, have, you, have you got an unders overs? Actually, here, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, have you got an go. unders overs on Nick Kira, uh, Nick Davis, yeah. I should say, at the airport time it takes him from arriving at airport to getting through security. I'm going to go an hour 45 as the undersovers line. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, I reckon a little bit lackadaisical, our man Nick, in those situations. <laughs> it's not so much, it's was, absolutely not my strong point <laughs> at all. I, I, I think you might have got it a little bit low, that number, Adam. I was going to say one hour, 59 and a half minutes, so right <laughs> on the two-hour mark is what I'm hoping for and what I'm setting the line for. So, And then under and over how many texts whinging would be 10 and a half. <laughs> Half the so world's going to be there as well for for punters. <laughs> I mean, you're helped by the fact that it is the domestic, and there's not that many warm places in Sydney to, uh, in Australia to go to at the moment. So not it won't be as bad as say no, Easter. Apparently, when it was was going horrific. Yeah, apparently it was horrific this morning. But my f- good friends at Virgin Australia. Oh, are you going to go that entry side door straight through yeah, lounge? I'm a gold member. <laughs> oh, you are a gold member. I am. Anyway, uh, what's happening, Tristan? Give us the, the, the lowdown on the, the three games of footy this afternoon, NRL, that is, um, yeah. starting with the Dogs and Sharkies. I reckon this game is going to be a lot closer than the betting indicates. The uh, the Doggies and the Sharks is three ten Canterbury, $1.39 Cronulla, and 8.5 is the line. So I think the Bulldogs are in a little bit of form. Cronulla being a bit wishy-washy. They only just got over the mighty Titans there a couple of weeks ago. So I'm not sure how good that form line is right at the moment. So 8.5, maybe a little bit of value for the punters on the Doggies. And then we've got the big local derby. Uh, Cowboys against the Broncos in the second game. 152 the Cowboys, 260 the Broncos, and a flat line of six. So that game, historically, no matter how well or poorly both of those sides are going, is always a very tight affair. So there's been a little bit of a push for the plus in that game. And then the blockbuster to finish, the Bunnies against the Eels with Latrell back in the side. 230 the Rabbitohs, $1.64 Parramatta, and three and a half is the line. I just don't know if he's going to be absolutely wound up just yet, Latrell. So I think the minus three and a half maybe for Eels punters might be the way to go. Late nomination for Yeah, Nah. And I know you, you didn't mean to say it, Tristan. It's just a, like something out of habit that you said. But how far by distance is there between Townsville and Brisbane? We're talking a 1,000 Ks here? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a fair, fair distance. Yeah, it'd be, it'd, you'd probably... You'd probably get there quicker than what Nick's going to be at the airport, though. <laughs> you can walk from Brisbane. It's not a, <laughs> any of our great suburbs in Brisbane that are now tuning in. I can't have it as a local derby. 1,334 k's <laughs> between the two places. <laughs> That's the distance between mine and Adam's drives on a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> Adam says, oh, I played golf with you. He stood on the tee box the same time, and we found our way to the flag at the same time. That's not playing golf with me, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least I don't choke like Greg Norman in 1996. Anyway, uh, what else is there? Wallabies. 
Wallabies England. Wallabies. Uh, what's your what's your take? Hard to line up, I would have thought, Tristan, because Wallabies. Okay, first time they come together, England from the other side of the world, off the back of a long domestic season. I don't know what to make of it. You? No, no, I haven't looked too greatly into the union, to be honest. But we have got a market up at dollar seventy-two Australia, two dollars ten England. There's been a bit of support for the Poms, uh, so they've been backed in. But the big game, the big game that I'm looking at particularly with my wife over in Ireland at the moment and uh, taking on the might of the Kiwis. It's on at 7 o'clock here and I believe they're getting down to the pub at 7.30am uh, tomorrow morning to watch this game, which um, could be a very dangerous commodity come later in the Arvo. It's $1.22 with the Kiwis, $4.60 Ireland and 11 and a half is the line. So that's going to be a really spirited betting affair as well. 116 markets up on that one. And really good weekend of footy uh, in, uh, in, on the international side of things with South Africa 108, Wales 825, 18 and a half. And then probably the, the, the best sporting uh, spectacle, I reckon, to watch an international game is the Argentinian-Scotland. Watching that home team um, in that big stadium, it's 148 Argentina, 270 Scotland and five and a half the line. So plenty of good international footy on this weekend. Absolutely. Uh, tennis, Kyrgios, Tsitsipas. What are your thoughts on this yes. one? What's the market saying? Well, what about, before we get to that, we've got two other Aussies in action before he even hits off tonight. It's a great card of uh, tennis games for the Aussie fans with Jason Kublu, who's going on quite nicely. Big serving uh, player against Jack Sock. It's 154 Sock, 252 Kubler and Ooh. three and a half a line. If you're wanting to have a little wager on this, for anyone out there wanting to have a punt, have a look at the first set score on this. I think the first set is a l- very likely to go to a tie break, just with the fact on grass it's very hard to break. Um, and both around the $5 mark to get uh, to win in a tie break. So just have a look at that, I reckon, is, is a decent play. And then Alex Diminar, he's flying. He's $1.12 against Liam Brody, the, uh, the home-grown hero, $6.50. So hopefully the Demon can progress through to the next round. And then the match we're all waiting for is Kyrgios against Stisipas. 173, Kyrgios, 213, Stisipas, one and a half. Whoever wins that game will be the third favourite to win Wimbledon. So it's a massive game for both of those players. Kubler, 250. Is way overs. I'll just say that. That's all. Now, on the Saturday Morning Mowers Club, it's time for Nick's Stupid Multi. What are you, stupid? What's the matter with you? Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. Are you crazy or just plain stupid? Are you stupid or something? Stupid as a stupid does, sir. Once again, stupidity will find its way into this multi at some stage. For our friends listening at Belimba, uh, up in the the Brisbane suburb there of Belimba. Tristan, keep the tennis market up because it is... I'm going to be patriotic again in my stupid multi. I am going to take our man, Jason Kubler, in the multi. Go Kubes. Kubes. Kub freaks in here at the Mowers Club today. Sydney Swan's own Alex (laughs) Demonor. <laughs> Brucing. Uh I'll take him uh, to win his match. I'm going to take Nick to beat uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas. Brave. And then I will, brave and probably stupid, and then I will be patriotic to a certain degree in the UFC, if you can switch over there on the topsport.com.au app, and hit Alexander Volkanovsky, and I will also be sort of patriotic in a local derby sort of sense and take <laughs> Israel Adesanya in the UFC. So Jason Kubler, Alex Dimonor, Nick Kyrgios, 
Alexander Volkanovsky in the UFC and Israel Anasandia. It rears its ugly head at some stage, don't worry. <laughs> it will, it will. I'm, I'm sure it'll, uh, it'll rear its head at some point. But yeah, the, uh, it looks a very good play, actually. Very patriotic. Jason Kubler, Alex Diminar, Nick Kyrgios, and then Alex Volkanovsky, Volkanovsky should I say, and Adesanya. Works out at $8.80 for the $100 charity bet there. So... Forty-three hundred and forty-three in the kick. So once uh, once you get a result and Adam goes two for two, we might get it up over five thousand. Oh. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> the stupidity. <laughs> what about Rooster Man on the text? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Where's the sweep today, Nico? It's colding, raining, and we need some motivation and entertainment. <laughs> Sorry, Rooster Man, but Tristan's going to give away a hundred for the best. Rooster Man, have you been to the canteen? Show us your yes. best. Lord, you've uh, what's the canteen like? Because we, as the Lord, we're planning our little uh, week together next week. That um, mm. are you up there all week? Well, I'm Tuesday to Friday. Okay, of, of awesome. the second week, and it, it struck us. It struck me that State of Origin is on on that Wednesday. Yeah. So I'm looking forward yeah. to no, seeing what the canteen's like at Suncourt Stadium, hopefully. As he told you, you've got to get a ticket yeah. for him, Tristan. Wherever he's, wherever he's <laughs> I, I, am, I am looking through that process yes. at the moment. Uh, but what, what, is there, the did, what, I do, what I do need to know is what is the canteen like at indoor cricket? <laughs> yes, well, that is that is going to be very interesting because we've got a uh, a super sub in, which will be good because last week we had two players turn up to our eight man indoor cricket team, so we've got four uh, this week. Is that me? Do I need to roll the arm? Do I need to roll the arm over this week before I get up there? Yeah, absolutely, yes. you're bowling six overs if you're picked again. Uh, but we uh, the, the canteen at indoor cricket. I, I'm not 100 percent sure the food they sell, Liquid? but they do serve some. Very, very, yes, very cold beers. So uh, yeah, I think perfect. that'll that'll suit suit very nicely. And I think they might have a pizza there if you're lucky too. So it's a very good canteen there out at Ashmore. And those that have taken the overs in, how long it's going to take for me to get to the uh, to my plane uh, tomorrow to the Gold Coast. Sorry to burst the bubble. Uh, the lounge entry at Sydney is closed. The little side door is closed. I'm going to go through everyone. Damn it. So the overs. Yeah. You've lucked out there, haven't you? Staffing issues at all the airlines around the place. They sacked all their workers and worked out. Once I get through, I'll be in there. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Oh, just the doors closed. Yeah. Why have they done that? The uh, secret lounge entry is closed. The lounge is still open, though. Don't rate that. Don't rate that at all. Uh, Tristan. AFL? Quickly? I was going to have my bet. AFL, yeah. No, let's go. Uh, Actually, Adam, you have your bet. Yeah. Quick one, Tristan. Uh, Get your red pens out. Rose Hill race nine. <laughs> I won't be real happy by then. No, I, I'm not sure if it's going to be on by then. Well, there's a safe way. Yeah, exactly. Love tap number three. Love tap. Wow, eleven dollars, and it's been uh, been well supported actually. Love tap. So um, on the right money, there nineteen dollars into eleven, and not too much in the way of deductions either. So Huey Bowman in the saddle. Um, so yeah, eleven dollars. We'll pop that on now. I think I know the answer to this one, but are we going win only or each way? Oh, live once, Tristan. Live once, <laughs> each way. Th- no, no, win. Thanks. Very good. All right, punters. There's a, there's my declaration of the day to jump on Love Tap for the place. Uh, so three dollars <laughs> ten on the back of that tip. And if you win each way, take it in the first four and stand it out to run fourth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's shift to the AFL. The uh, the Sydney Swans do play today. Dollar uh, forty five, one forty five. They take on Essendon. 
Well, they're almost a dollar forty-five as well. They were earlier in the week. They're into a dollar forty, and the Bombers out to three oh five. Fifteen and a half the line. The, uh, the Bombers had their colours lowered by the Eagles last start, which I love saying loudly in this office when I'm doing this cross because we've got a few Bombers fans in here. Uh, Fifteen and a half is the line, and. Um, it should be a good game. The other one, which I'm not so sure is going to be as tight, is the Geelong Kangaroos game. 101 Geelong, $21 Kangaroos, 66 and a half. And then for the uh, 66 and a half. Gold Coast, 66 that, and a half. That's a lot of yeah. goals. It's 11 plus. 11 to be precise. Uh, yes. And a behind. And then we get to the, uh, the, the the team that's flying up here on the Gold Coast. Uh, all Gold Coast fans behind the Suns at the moment. They've it's got a sellout, to I've heard. stay in touch with the top eight. Yeah, it's and a corporate they're, they're, sellout. They're the this game, yep. Corporate and, sellout and potentially a people sell- sellout. People, yeah, okay. Mm, I think they're going to have a good crowd. Hopefully, the weather weather's fined up a little bit. It was looking a bit ordinary earlier, so uh, oh, and that's seen the totals rise a bit as well. It's a dollar seventy the Suns, two twenty Collingwood, six and a half the line, one hundred and forty and a half the total points. So. Huge game for both of these sides to either stay in touch with the eight or cement their spot in in terms for Collingwood. Tristan, best of luck with the impending arrival of Nick Davis. Just best of luck, full stop. We'll keep you updated. Yep. Yes, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see how we go. We'll just warm things up for you when you're up here for the uh, the Manly game as well, Adam. We have got those tickets locked in, so uh, wonderful. Uh, look forward to it. You're the designated streaker too, Adam. <laughs> I haven't Gold asked Coast for Seabus Stadium. I haven't asked permission for that yet. <laughs> Official. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. <laughs> we know ask. the rules of this show. <laughs> ask for forgiveness, not permission. Do you know where the jockeys have to go past the stewards' room at the end of each day and say, "Can I go home, sir? Am I clear?" <laughs> yeah, that's what I have to do. Anyway, uh, Tristan, thank you, mate. Good luck at topsport.com.au but as always, not too much luck. <laughs> Thanks, boys. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Off to a break on the Mowers Club. Back in a moment. Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. Welcome back uh, to the Mowers <laughs> Club. <laughs> a lot of Richie in your welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> it's all those teenage years listening to the 12th man. <laughs> We've had a couple of renditions. Uh, our friends in Queensland on SENQ this weekend. So much sport on. Oh, so much to take in. How are you ranking them? What are you putting up the top what, of the list this weekend? What percentage of remote time? Where? Yeah. So just to list them all, just to go through them. Let's go through it. We have got We've rugby got, league. We got NRL, AFL, rugby union tests, AFL, it's Formula One Grand Prix, rugby union tests, tests, and we're going to get some. Extra ones here. Formula One Grand Prix. Uh, GP. GP. UFC. UFC. Racing. <laughs> Racing. <laughs> it's the it's the, it's the flower of the weekly sporting. It's just there in the cupboard the whole time. It's always there. Uh, don't forget about the FIBA World Qualifiers. Basketball. Huge, huge match tomorrow afternoon. I won't be watching the Warriors homecoming. I'll be watching Australia take on the might Warriors of China. Homecoming. Ooh. As Mark said on the text, 0457. Bit on the line in that one. 73673. I think Australian cricket team did us all a favour. Cricket as well. Sorry, Nick, there's a test. But there's one uh, sport less. We don't have to watch the uh, the Australian cricket team because they have one. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Dennis is there. Oh, so what's that get to? Get some say. Where does that fit? Where does that fit? Wimbledon. Uh, That's you, nine. We've got the Super Netball Grand Final over there in Perth. West Coast Fever taking on the Melbourne Vixens. I'll find somewhere to put that in the rankings. Netball... Uh, I think the Netball Australia crew are pretty happy that West Coast Fever are actually hosting the grand the final. Uh, golf, the, the golf. usual Irish Open. Irish Open, PGA Tour, John Deere Classic. Live There'd golf. be some boxing on. 
boxing on tomorrow. Do you do yourself a favor. I tuned in to Wednesday night, middle of the week. Yeah. Most of the time. Is it? You can, can you have yeah. the middle? Is that, is that the middle of the week? It is yeah, night. Wednesday's the middle. Yep. The, the midweek fight nights. Mm. Love that. Yeah. I, was, I caught that on KO. How good was that? The lead up to that fire, Justin Hodges calling Ben Hannett the omelette. <laughs> <laughs> and then the omelette got smashed on. The, but was that on uh, free? Was that main uh, event? Uh, no, it was. No, he didn't. Have, that was on, just on KO. Uh, not a, not a, it was a free to, not a free to air, but it was a yeah. KO, but not a subscription. Like the Wednesday night fight nights. It's a for good sure. spot for it. It, it seems Promote like, Australian boxing and the up-and-comers. It, it seems like we're on the back of Cambosis, Tim Zhu, Justice Hooney, Aussie boxing. Our man, Harry, Harry Garside. Harry Garside too. Like, and those fight nights are good, yeah. good fights generally. And yep. usually there's nothing really on a Wednesday besides Origin. But yep. it's always good for a bit of live sport. I think it's a good spot for it. Very much so. I found it. Mm. I want to see Hodjo. Punch on, but more importantly, the the fights before and after were really good. I think it's a a little niche there that the I, I understand and everyone likes the you know the big fight night and all that sort of stuff. But I think yeah, the Wednesday night fights promoting the the young boxers out there was very good. Yep, agree, absolutely agree. So where does boxing go? Well, is there boxing on? <laughs> is there boxing on? Is there boxing on? This is a, this that's, is the weekend. 11, this is Wednesday. Then. It's got its own. So my order. Give us your order. One Wimbledon. Because you can tell whoever's sitting there, oh, I've been there, I've been on that court. <laughs> Wimbledon. I've been there. <laughs> Gronk. I've been there. one time of the year that Wimbledon's I've on. I've been there. So that's what, what's that? They've got great jam, don't they? I'm putting... Okay, what's that? It's a controversial moment. I'm probably putting the UFC at two. Love the Volk. You love the Volk? Love the, he's, he's a king. The number of times he's had to fight Max Holloway, hopefully, and he said it, he said this... Will end at all. No more Max Holloway fights. Basically, there's no one in his division that's probably up to his level at the moment. That's why he's taking these fights. Whether or not he goes to another division off this, I'm not sure. But, yeah, I just love the way he goes about his business. I'll just do a top three, shall I? Oh, I'm not going to list them one to 11. We've got heaps of time. Uh, <laughs> Your mate didn't answer his phone, so go. <laughs> and number three, I will go... A bit footied out at the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. And my team's already played. They're playing. Uh, the Do you Swan- check out? Swans are going to play someone that they're going to pump, aren't they? Essendon. Yeah. <laughs> There's a freaking cause for relegation in AFL. Do you tune out, listeners? Four, Once five, your seven. team's played Once on the you, weekend. If you've had a win on the Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Do you tune out? Yeah. I'll, I'll pay a bit of attention. I want to see how Latrell goes and things like that. I'll probably put the British Grand Prix third. I'd say. See how Danny Rick goes. On a text line. Formula One Grand Prix. Le Tour. Le Tour. Le Tour. Only get serious when they hit the mountains. See, so. this is what I'm talking when, when do you, when do you, like the mm. quarters of yeah. tennis? Yeah. But you know, because of just, the, just pedaling down the street, you can go. Well, sit, if there were not four Australians You in can the, sit down at Brighton and watch people pedal <laughs> on the flat. Anyone can do that. I want to see them go up and down the mountain. I want to, down is heaps better. They should have one, find the biggest mountain, start at the top and go down fast. Freaking lunatics. They are do. They do. Uh, oh, I wouldn't have. She's British Grand Prix or the cricket, England, India, India. Very close call, but just the British Grand Prix. Um, I wouldn't have Wimbledon up the top if there weren't four Australians playing tonight. Probably not. Anyway, Nick, Gibbo, um, you go. Yeah, Gibbo, you go. Uh, They'll be surfing somewhere. Someone's surfing. 
Yeah, there's a prime over in Belito, South Africa. I'll be up. Has this gap always been here? No, it has it's it, only has it? new because I can now see you and I can also it's see Fletch radio. during the week. Yeah. So between where I sit, there's a couple of computers and I usually can't see where Nick or Fletch sits. Yep. Now the gap's been widened and I can see I you. I feel it, it the feels connection a is a lot better. And I, and I felt this week me and Fletch were really kicking it off and now Fletch me and, and you I. are kicking it off. Oh, well, I'm not good at maths or English. <laughs> but... Um, Three, two, one. I'd, I have to go. UFC would be one. Yeah, I think so. It's it's going to be a huge. So this is fight week, international fight week, and there's two title fights: Israel Adesanya fighting and Alex Volkanovski. Mm. That's huge. Um, so I'd go UFC and for the Pacific region. For the Pacific region, it's massive, and they've yep. got they've got a big uh, they've got a good relationship. Those two Pack the same rim. team. <laughs> Uh, look, just because no one else seems to like Rugby Union, I'll probably go nah. number, number two. I've There's, got that in there. Uh, just because you can start, we could start right now with Australia A playing Samoa. But we won't. But we're not going to. Um, <laughs> but the All Blacks playing Ireland, that's a huge series. All Blacks have got three players out due to COVID. Uh, and Ireland lost during the week to the Maldi All-Stars. That'll be a good game. And you can stay up till about 3, 5 a.m., Watching rugby union, oh, just staying up. Well, the Archies are playing in the five, morning, aren't they? Three, well. play at, at six at three five a.m. Yeah. at five past three. Well, at that time, Nick, everything sort of gets a bit blurred <laughs> anyway. So it. one minute it's one a.m., next minute it's seven a.m., and it's time yep. for bed. Well, curious so rugby, you, you get well. to the crossroads. Oh. It's it's the crossroads of sport. Yeah. It's a crossroads when you go out about that same time where you're like. I'm going to get like enough sleep here to have a good day tomorrow or, or I'm at the crossroads here where three hours, one hour, two hours, it doesn't matter. But I'm going to keep watching. The best thing about UFC being on a Sunday, that crossover, say if Argentina are playing at six and you're still awake, yep. you may as well keep staying up because the early prelims are on at 10. There's no point yeah. having that nap and then no because you, you won't get back up. But then by the time that Believe Israel... Now, have we? <laughs> the time that Israel had a Knocks Cannoneer out. Ooh, that's when it'll out. be. Yeah, well, he's been talking about submitting him, which is paying like $8, something ridiculous. Ooh, on top and then number three, NRL. I, I'm never really all footed out. I watch most games. I want to really want to see the Warriors tomorrow afternoon. Yes. But if there is any game the Warriors will lose, <laughs> it is the game where they are favourites, everything's on the line, and they're playing a team worse than them. <laughs> they haven't been home <laughs> yeah. since me on a. Week after the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been home forever. Oh How about you, Nick? Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I am going to go first. I will go. I will go the tennis first. The, the tennis is first. I will. That's a. It's an easy. And don't take this the wrong way, Adam. But it's a simple dumb watch. You can just put the tennis on and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. Or, or anyone that plays tennis out there, anyone that's great at tennis. But the fact that you require a dumb watch says a lot about you <laughs> and not about the sport you're watching. Uh, so the tennis uh, will be sort of you know, the the home base for the the yep. remote fleet. Back to the tennis. The anchor. And, yeah, it's the anchor. It's tennis the is button. the anchor, and yep. then probably the first change coming in. First change will be the rugby union mm-hmm. test. I'll sort of get the first sort of flick of the channel, and then when I go back to the tennis, and then oh, the rugby tests aren't that good. Then I will I will probably go to the NRL third. Yep. And then the AFL 
and then all up because I put the UFC in different because it's Sunday. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he's not and he's not getting an earn from him yet. And uh, <laughs> no kick catch I'll be yet. on the fly. I'll be on the fly. Yeah, you can kick someone's head off and <laughs> catch it. I'll be on the flight. So a lot of mine is based around it's Saturday. It's recency bias. I love that little phrase. I use a lot. Saturday is um, and golf. golf. Where you can fit the golf in? Yeah, and that's fifth. That's golf an interesting fifth. top three. And then just miss, then super nipple. But you know what's frustrating and people about run push bikes. that list is you have to and go And then through, Al explained doing putting outside. <laughs> you have to go through different apps on your TV. So yes. once upon a time, you would just be using the one remote to go through. Now it's like, oh, okay, the footy's on. I better either go into Foxtel, go through there. Oh, the tennis is on. Yep, sweet. Oh, is it on Gem? Or oh, is the rugby on? Pretty annoying. We do everything through KO here, don't we? <laughs> no, we can do anything. We can go anywhere <laughs> right now. Yeah, a lot of our stuff here highlighted says that we can watch it on KO, so I'm doing it on KO. <laughs> but, yeah, that's one frustrating thing about such a great afternoon of sport. You just – The home apps. canteen, my home canteen will be flat out. Are we unbelievably late for the news? Yeah, not as late, but we're all right. Everyone oh. in Sydney, you're getting 300 mils. There's the news. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Mowers Club, and uh, welcome to all our new listeners in Brisbane on SENQ. Uh regular listens and new ones as well in Sydney and uh, Gold Coast and wherever you're listening across this great nation of ours on the SEN app or retrospectively on the pod of the cast type scenario. And do yourself a favour. It's time for do yourself a favour, people of uh, Brisbane and Cooparoo who might be joining us for the first time. One of the great bowling clubs up at Cooparoo. It's on. It's just near the city, near sort of Fortune. Fortitude Valley, mm. one of the great places of Brisbane, Cooparoo. Apparently. Apparently. Do yourself a favour. You got anything for us, Nick? Something you um, enjoyed through the week? What did I enjoy during the week? It's been a good week, actually. Um, yeah. Do yourself a favour. Let me think about it. You go first. Great. I've been watching The 12 on Foxtel. The 12. So, yeah, Brendan Cowell, who did a fair bit of stuff here at SEN. Yep. Uh, that's sort of a little Bruce, not really. Um, but it's basically a show about the 12 jury members and a murder that happened. Uh, it's filmed in Sydney. Mm-hmm. It was based off a Belgian TV show and where two episodes in, first episode premiered last week. It was a little slow. Didn't see much in it, but the second episode, much better. They were much better for the run. So I really recommend that if you're sort of into your Aussie. No, if you're just into your drama. I okay. like that. What about you, Adam? I was still... Thank I was you. still Captain Gaslit this week. I was finishing oh, that Gaslit. series off. Yeah. yeah, got to the end. Got to the end. Got Cap- a little, little, got a little stretched. Mm. I thought towards the end. You know when they they they've got the storyline that it was humming episodes three, four, and five. Yeah, and then, got a... then you go okay, well, and then it started to become a bit dark and silly, and yeah, I don't know. It it, it wasn't. It was still very good as a whole. Eight yep. episodes as a whole. Julia Roberts did a fantastic uh, job as the, the main character, Martha Mitchell, back in the 70s around the Nixon uh, impeachment where he got kicked out as American president for phone tapping um, the Democratic Party in the lead up to an election before. But, yeah, it was uh, it was all right. It was all right. Sean Penn actually was the uh, lead actor or lead male actor in it. And he was unrecognisable, the, you know, the prosthetics and everything like that. I didn't realise until the end they put the credits up. And you went, wow. Is that weird when you look at something and you go, oh, he's familiar, he's familiar, or she's familiar, she's familiar. But the makeup job they did on, they went, oh, okay. That was that actor. So, yeah, it was pretty good. It was worth your time, Gaslit, overall. I've rewatched uh, a bit of The Wire. 
yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of trying to go back in time so I can appear to be a bit more cultured and like I know <laughs> no, like things about stuff that happened when, before I was born. Yeah, it's not really relevant, but it's interesting nonetheless. And I like, didn't realise the stars that were in that show or who have gone on to shows that I've watched. Okay. Say such as Idris Elba, mm. who's now one of the huge stars and he was a character in that. And then just random little characters like, oh, that guy was in The Wire. Wow, good of him. Good on him. Yeah. Nick, have you found something yet? Or? No. <laughs> do yourself a favour. Get to the airport early. So I'm, do, I'm doing myself a favour by talking to you. I'm going to listen to this back on the podcast, listen to all our beautiful work. See what telling you myself, if you could go back, yeah, yeah, if you could go back and tell yourself something about I'm going to tell myself <laughs> tomorrow when I'm driving, get to the airport early. No, I'm, this might do yourself a favour is for the sports fans out there. Mm-hmm. Give Nick Kyrgios one more chance. One more. <laughs> one more. Just one more chance. Because you know what's going to happen if he wins it. Yeah. They're going to come from the woodworks. Oh, it's going to be like a Socceroos type oh, bandwagon. It's going to be the band. Yeah, Absolutely. See, it'll be, it'll be. I'm gonna stop you there with that. Simultaneous trains going. I don't think there's a need to give a give chance, chance or many chances. Just you know what you're gonna get from exactly. the guy. Yeah. Don't be surprised. Don't be shocked. Don't be outraged. Don't That's be, unbelievable. Oh, I can't believe he did that. I can't. Be, yeah, absolutely believe he did it. Yeah. It, he's he's unpredictable at the best of times. But predictable in the same sense. He's you know he's going he to do something. Predictably unpredictable. You don't know what he's going to do. He will be dialed in for this match. He will oh, pity the poor so and so who's got the chair umpire roster <laughs> for his thing because they're they're in the firing line in a match like this. The, <gasps> the slightest little thing that goes wrong. I missed the NR. What? Go now that we have the no need for the lines people anymore. True. Unfortunately, I apologise. Mm. people, you do a great job, but COVID proved them when they went all electronic. Unnecessary. Yeah. Mm. With Nick Kyrgios, though, I feel like the casual fan of tennis who sort of just pipes up during the Australian Open every now and then, they're the people who get angry the most about Nick Kyrgios. Would that be fair to say, Adam? Yes. Where and a lot of the commentary is surrounding this guy owes me something. He doesn't, though. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. You don't pay a membership. <laughs> He's not representing you. You're not funding him. He's, He's not, not a team. playing under the Australian badge. It's just a, a working of the ATP Tour and the Grand Slams that they happen to put the country of the players' birth or who they're representing next to it. The players don't go, make sure you put AUS after my name. Or oh, And if might. they win, ho-ho. Yeah. Ho-ho. But we're happy to claim everybody. It's a world without borders. Like shouldn't, I think, shouldn't be relevant. I think of well, like ask the Russians. They don't want the. They don't want well, the back of their that's name. another question. I think of like all my mates or the guys who are similar age to me. We all really like sport. Mm. We all love Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, like because it's engaging to watch. Like obviously, we wished he would tone it down a little and wouldn't drag his name. No, actually, we don't really care about but that either. But it's his name, and everyone yeah. goes, "Oh, Australia's Nick Kyrgios." And then you have your belly mate going, oh, "We need to deport him." Whatever. <laughs> Deport him. <laughs> but was, isn't typical Australians sort That's of brash and confident? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then Nick Kyrgios is just a bit too too brash and confident for everyone else. It's because he knows he's onto something. He knows that tennis is this certain clientele, and he's 
he's actually bringing a different set of eyeballs to it. And there's there's one thing that's very dangerous for the establishment in sport, and that's someone who knows their it. worth straight away. He knows his own worth, and it's something different to what they're used to. So, You mentioned uh, the Live Golf Tour at the yeah. start of the show and maybe with tennis. Now, if that was to happen, yeah. Nick Kyrgios would be the number one guy, surely, yeah. going over Absolutely. there. And you, but you know what? If they were like, oh, let him be him, do whatever you need to, that is engaging. Bernard Tomic, oh, next thing you know, he's making a comeback, and it could be the tour of bad boys. <laughs> well, he says he could always beat Nick. That's a yeah, no. Tomic, yeah, that, no chance. That's a massive yeah, no, at the moment. At the moment. A, bit, a few years ago, it would have been a very, very close contest. Now, ah. No. Nick actually looks, seeing him on the screen, he actually looks as fit as he's ever been. Now, he's never going to be Novak Djokovic in terms of physical preparation, Andy Murray, Rafael Nadal. But he's actually invested a bit of time in the preparing Djokovic's not for out there shooting hoops before a tournament, <laughs> is he? Um, oddly enough, he runs through Who's the Wimbledon Common. Who's the Djokovic? Yeah. He, he likes to in, invest in nature, he says, in between matches. He, he runs through the, he climbs trees. And what, are, what are some of the other things? Well, funny that you should mention that. What are some you of the found other things that, that happen over there? Yeah, so in the, in the, common, the commons. In the common, was it, was it common, commons or the commoners? Common. Oh, common. The, the common, Wimbledon sorry. Common, which oh, right, is basically right. the parkland, which is in Wimbledon. Like, Wimbledon's just this suburb out of nowhere. You go, oh, cool, it's Wimbledon. It's a regular suburb. Happens to be some tennis courts there. But just up the road, about a kilometre away from the courts, there's this massive parkland. It's huge. Now, <laughs> this, before you start, I need, I'm a tennis linesman. Thanks for making me feel worthless, Matt. Sorry. That's a big yeah now nah for you, isn't it, Nicholas? <laughs> I'm sure you've got plenty of other things in your life, Matt. So these, this uh, headline. Full of worth. It's not every tournament they can put the not electronic in, Matt, so you've still got a job. This headline up. really mm. got me here. Wimbledon residents launch protest against fan sex parties. Ooh. Really don't like the sounds of this. So what's happened here is uh, people around Wimbledon have put up posters, like urging the behaviour of the crowd to be in a good, good in line with Wimbledon. So we've got here, dear tennis fans and visitors to our beautiful park in Wimbledon, please respect our area and woodland over the next two weeks. We politely ask, no barbecues, fair enough. No littering, fair enough. No sex and drug parties in the woods. Mm. In the woods. In the woods. Mm. Is that where it is? Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Is this normal, Adam? You have been over you there. You have been. And I you do remember you saying the parties the in the woods were great. <laughs> <laughs> I ran through the woods. I didn't ran stop through in the, the woods. <laughs> Eyes wide open. I didn't notice anything in the woods. Mm. Uh, Are you... Barbecues, yes. There was littering, unfortunately. That Ooh. shouldn't happen. Um, but I hadn't seen the rest of that caper. Are you sure? I noticed. I'm sure. The Rose and Crown was pretty much the focal point for my nocturnal activities. Were they there, though? Were, were these parties occurring, or is this something that's just like started up after COVID? Everyone's a bit randy. Hey, the English summer brings out some weird behaviour. I'm not sure what exactly goes on. I didn't witness it, but I'm not saying it didn't happen. Wow. Mm. This is amazing. If I, I, you know how we were talking about bucket list sporting events? <laughs> you know, we had the Ashes. It's just we changed. Had, Arizona Open. Yeah. I just I don't even want to go to Wimbledon. I just want to go into the woods. To the woods. <laughs> to barbecue, to litter, and that's all. <laughs>
Whether you need to trim, blow, cut or mow, there's a Toro for everyone. This is the Saturday Morning Mowers Club on SEN with Adam Peacock and Nick Davis. It's time for the honesty session on the Mowers Club. That's two for the morning. It's by Overs Unders, two and a half. Huh? Oh, yeah. Not I'm pressing uh, the on button when we come back on after the ad break. Welcome back. It's great to have the company of the people, good people of Brisbane. And S-E-N-Q. can't wait to not like you very much next weekend ahead of Origin. Yes. Uh, our winner, by the way, for the canteen, the 100 bucks thanks to topsport.com.au. Best canteen. Yeah, Eels Muzz. It just sounded like I started salivating when I read this about the uh, the nephew's um, soccer game out in the west of Sydney. And uh, the homemade smoked sausages and coleslaw rolls, or the roasted pork neck and coleslaw rolls, unbelievably good. He had to, Eels Mars, you got a hundred bucks coming your way to be able to go back out there and get involved once again. Now, the honesty session, Gibbo, you can go first here. Uh, look, I've just got a bit of a score update with um, Coach Coach NG um, Suburbs. Adam, you did say before the show, and I like to keep you honest, and I'm sure you can keep me honest too. I tailed off, didn't I? You tailed off. Now, I think I think we're going to see a pattern here because I noticed it a couple of weeks ago, and I've noticed it here again. Nick, you came storming home. Mm. He wasn't involved in it at the start, but he's I didn't come know home. about it. Hang on, he did 12 in one go. He did 13. Yeah, in, in one, one go. go. Yeah. You got to spread them out, man. Okay, yeah, well, man. look, next week I'll have to cha- divvy it up into start, like, stop, keep. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. That's on me. So, Nick, you, you came through there with yes. the suburbs. Rubbish. Text line? Text line countdown. Again, Adam. 0457 People okay, don't want to listen it. to that. Now you're being <laughs> stupid. So, look, Adam, yes. I knew you were in trouble when you started claiming 0.6 of a, <laughs> a shout-out. But, yeah, Nick Nick got you there again. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Eight then. there. And yeah. then, but well, you have gotten a victory, though, this afternoon, this morning. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, off mics. So yep. when you start a segment without putting your mic on, yep. Uh, admittedly, you have to actually put it on yourself. Nick's automatically on. What? So he's going to be a bit I don't tough. say anything stupid. Uh, AP, mm. two. So yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Look. If it's going to be two every week, week I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Okay, how about me? I look, I know where it's going. Bit of a start, stop, Kate. Uh, good prep. Uh, like the rundown. The last 10 minutes, though, before we went on air. It was a bit yeah. underwhelming, Gibbo, to be truthful. Yeah, no, you that's were distracted fair by You were distracted yeah. by some technical issues. Yeah. The people here at SEN and the people who set the studio up really need to invest some time in their cells a bit more yep. about leaving it and backing up what they say they're going to do. There's nothing worse as a parent than one of your children saying they're going to do something and they don't do it. Yeah. And I do believe the there's one particular technical staff oh. here that needs to, you know, mm. anyway... I look. That's oh, by the by. I that's out agree. of our control. We, we control the controllers. We need, we need to take him out into the woods. <laughs> and litter. Uh, Gibbo, just, yeah. just be mindful just before no, we come on here. Enough. Pump us up, mate. Just give yeah. us something that just to hang your hat on and just hit the ground running. That's the only thing this morning. The keep Other doing than that, well is done. keep being the final voice before an ad break. Yeah. Keep yes. Doing. That was keep elite. Start, stop, the honesty keep. session, you get some, you get yeah. some you know, plaudits as well, and that's a very much a plaudit. You threw to the, your own break. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was yeah. great. More well, of it. More highlight reel plays from us, okay, guys? 21 yep. seconds I've been asking for, and you delivered. Really great show. Look, we tape it hey, off hey, towards hey, the hey, end. Him. What about him? Hey. Davo? Oh, yeah. hey, I've told you. It's in my – It's in my. I've 
I, I, mean, you, look, I own the world record for honesty sessions and start, stop, keeps. And, <laughs> and, I, and I don't, I've spent a lot of money on a lot of counselling to not have to go through this. Okay. A quick one. Justin Holbrook looks like he's gone. Uh, oh, I, might have, I might not come back from the Gold Coast. Reporting that, um, yeah, you might I'm be the new Block plays, it's sweet. Gold Coast Titans. More on that in crunch time coming up, no doubt. No doubt at all. And our pump-up song is for our man that didn't walk 500 miles. He didn't walk 500 steps. He didn't walk 500 centimetres. Is he wearing a beanie, though? And he's wearing the Mark Hughes <laughs> Foundation beanie that he did not purchase. <laughs> he didn't he, put up he a did story. Not, he did not purchase the beanie. He did not walk, <laughs> but he did... Donate. Donate. Yes. Oh, okay. And raise awareness with his social media posts. More importantly, all I the donated. soccer fans out there will be <laughs> racing out. See you, Nick. See you, Gibbo. Have a good afternoon, everyone. I'm going to the Gold Coast. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.